yeah, The cuff world wide, inside, baby. Inside of London, we used to beat boss. Now we sing I'm from. I'm talking 21 seconds. I used to flex in my bedrooms. We playing gas by the hour now. Back in the east side, some things never change. Pull up, I still ride around my estate. Got love for me, I got love for you. Know them boys wanna see me lose Keep it short like an interlude I will always feel comfortable Back in the east So you know where to find a man I was on the road when Tinchi made Strider-Man Alright, so the first time I got suspended I think I was in year 9 That's when they introduced cameras in every classroom At my school Brother, you look. You go to school in Felton What do you mean cameras in every yeah, classroom? Bro. Yeah, it was mad We had security guards and everything like it was mad. School's nuts. Um and then yeah, fam, like there was this trend that was going on like in the classrooms, yeah. Mm. Dog power, innit? What's dog power? So basically it's like a scrum, yeah, but there's a Donny that you gotta put at the bottom and every man just jump on him, innit? <laughs> <laughs> so basically so basically um, I got this done, drapes him, and then dashed him on the floor in it, and I yeah. shouted dog pile, and then everyone just jumped on him in it, and then once that was over, man was crying in it, and he went off. Oh, he was crying. Yeah, he, he was crying in it because yeah. imagine like you being being at the bottom of a dog pile. Yeah, you're crushed. You're being crushed by yeah. like hopefully <laughs> other niggas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's either you crush or be crushed, bro. Slim, medium, heavy, heavy, dons, fam. You're saying bare different body types. Bare different body types, bro. So we had a couple of fat dons in my class, in it. So mm-hmm. I understand. They, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They added. I do candidates for the uh, for the dog pile. So when he came out of the thing, like he was red, crying. Obviously, he didn't want to be at the bottom in it, so. He went off crying to the head teacher, whatever. And all the head teacher had to do was look at CCTV, fam. Uh, he was done for. Who, who started? Yeah, fam. So when they called, like, my parents, I had to sit in the office and watch the footage. Because <laughs> 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 uh, you, know, you, know, you know when you go home and like, you get a letter, this is happened to us, you get the special letter, and you just you deny You say, no, nah, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't yeah. I don't either I don't know or it was them man there. So you had to go and sit in the headmaster's office and they played it back. Yeah, they played it back, man. Um what, it was like a pay-per-view fam. Were they were mm-hmm. they like were they like crime watch cameras or were they like 4K? Yeah, crime watch, crime watch, but you could tell that it was me in it. Mm. <laughs> totally stone. And fam. But the thing is is that um I tried to protest, yeah, but because my pups was such a disciplinarian, yeah, at the time, like he was just on it. Yeah. Like, whatever the teacher said, yeah, was right. Whatever I said was wrong. You're supposed to go, I sent you to school to study. That's all. Yeah, so now they're calling me in. I've had to um, I've had to leave work to come here and listen to them and watch you doing a madness. Mm. You weren't studying. What I saw wasn't part of your studies, isn't it? So, fam... 
it was mad. And the second time I um, got suspended was because I challenged um, a teacher's intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) So basically what it was is that um, in my history lesson, was he? History is your favorite lesson, isn't it? So it was your favorite lesson. So yeah, like I went in there and we had a supply teacher. Okay. And the supply teacher was my drama teacher. Needy. Sounds, sounds needy so already. She, um, so she tried to tell me something. And I was like, well, what do you know? You're a drama teacher. <laughs> You're a drama what teacher. What do you know is method acting? Fam. She she took mad offense to that. Like she was so offended, she couldn't believe it. She didn't even want to teach the class after that. Yeah. So obviously she went to escalate it to uh the head of year. Head of year made the decision, um, saying that I undermined a member of staff. Undermine? I'm a teenager. Yeah. That's 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 I challenged. my like my USP, um, that's what I need to do, undermine. They said, I, 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 I embarrassed her in front of the, the, um, the entire class and I challenged her intelligence as a paid professional. <laughs> and I was just like, huh? You should have said to listen, me and you, me and you right now, quiz 10 for 10, who, who knows more about history? On the, on the spot, prove <laughs> your point. The thing is, yeah, I never really cared um, much for the history that they taught us. Ah, okay. Was you on? I was that? like, this is boring. Was you waiting for them to teach you the black history? And I, like, listen, I don't want to have. I was on a, I was on a work thing from earlier. I was on a. Oh, <laughs> I was on a. I was on a thing from early, but um, yeah, fam, and they decided that um, I should be suspended for two days. That's not worthy, man. Come on, man. But my parents took that one more serious than the first one. I was like, yo, like, what one? Yeah, because you're getting above your station still. Yeah, so, um, and then every every time after that, I, I had near misses because of just uh, a busting joke. I guess, like, disobeying in the regards of, like, not paying attention enough. Yeah. Um. Especially in the uh, in the subjects that I was super confident in. Okay, you know what so, I mean? yeah, if you're sat in a so, subject that like, you love, you're not you don't yeah, care. Like, I think I was taking anyway. advantage. I think I was taking advantage of my abilities and whatever. Like I was underestimating certain things. So there was this teacher that had it in for the mandem, and she was black. Funny enough, you know that like, how Meek Mill when he was like going through his troubles, yeah, yeah, I remember the lyric, and he was like, <laughs> and the judge was black. Yeah, the judge, Why do you want to look up your own people? What's the lyric again? Um, having a black woman take away my freedom almost made me hate my people. I was like, mm. damn. So I didn't, that nigga spitting. Like, damn, damn. <laughs> that nigga pardon. <laughs> so yeah, basically, like it was that kind of vibe. I think a lot of it was like. She wanted to see us win, but we didn't. But she was like so strict that she would hold us accountable every each and every time. So she'd she been harder on you than she would have been on all the other students. Um, maybe. Yeah. Um, if I was to like overlook it and really revisit that time period, maybe I would have a different assessment. But at the time, it was just like, shit, she's got it in for us for the mandem, and there was a time period where. Um, I think 
the head teacher at the time had enough. So he was like, yo, we're going into GCSE time. So some of you lot don't need, even need to be here in it. Come back when it's exam time. That's it. So no, there was one big assembly. There was one big assembly one time, yeah. And they were picking out like the the worst dons in the year, innit? So I'm seeing like all my mates getting picked out and that. Like, yeah, you, 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 come, 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 come. And I was like, yeah, I'm safe. This was when the head teacher was picking out all the dons that, like, the shortlist. He had a, he had a shortlist. Yeah. He was picking out all the dons to remove, no longer being a distraction. Cool. So this teacher, yeah, this black one, yeah, she was like, wait a minute. Why isn't he there? So she pointed at me and I'm like, And it was like, yeah, him, him. You raggedy bitch. Cool. So then they sent us to this place called the transit room. <laughs> the transit room had like about 15 or 20 men, like the wor- the apparent worst. Mm. And we were all in there for about a week, maybe two weeks. And at the end of it, we had to write a letter to the head teacher as to why we should stay in school. Bro. Aaliyah, four-page letter. That was me, fam. Uh, (laughs) Fam, uh, Sorry, boss. I want to come back home, boss. Listen, I was writing. I was writing, writing, bro. I wrote. I wrote some hard shit, fam. Did your like, parents know that you was in um, transit or transition? They didn't. They didn't. But what I didn't know is that that letter that we wrote, the head teacher was sent to our house. Ah, uh, bro, you wasn't even snitch proof at all. In school, every little thing you was doing, I just singing, fam. I was like, yo, they really did man dirty. But the saving grace, yeah. This is why my God is great, yeah? Yeah. My sister was at home for three months because unfortunately she had an accident. She had a really bad accident. So she was injured. She was out of action. She weren't going to school for a good three months. I think the last... The last three or four months of her school life Mm. was spent at home because, like, she was absolutely written off, unfortunately, Obviously, she's better now, but she was the only person at home at the time. So her misfortune was your fortune. Yes. So when the letter came through, she took her crutches and went upstairs, collected the letters and went through. (laughs) She saw the stamp of my school to my parents and she opened up the letter, read the letter and she hid it. And then when I came home, she showed it to me. She was like, look, the jig this is letter came. This letter came and basically I read everything. Don't show this to mum and dad. I'm not going to show this. I'm not going to tell them. The secret is safe with me. And I was like, this is a real bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sick, bro? 
Man, so you're a real one still. Hey, do you know what? Yeah, you're my salute. favorite sibling. Hey, listen, salute my big sis for that. Yeah, because low key, she was on crud too. So, I uh, so she could relate still, she could understand. That. She knew what my parents were on, so she was like, Yeah, cool, let's not do this. Yeah, yeah, it's not working. so. Yeah, that, that was a saving grace, isn't it? So, like, the next day I came to school, <laughs> arrogant. Oh, you were back in like things, my man, fam. Spring in my step, Drew Hill. Come on, was it? Tell me. Tell me that, that tell me choreography. <laughs> Oh, bruv. Uh, that tell me choreography is is wavy. I don't care what no one says. How can one, like, how can your leg have the the, the strength to pull you up that high? Bro, that man there was definitely wearing Jordans. Air Jordan, baby. Spring. I've always been the Donny to complain about my calf muscles, bruv. I don't know if I had the strength to take me that high still. Tell me what you want. Mm. Banger still. Tell me what you need. Hey. Yeah, that was a banger still. But yeah, man, that was like the um that was my school life in the nutshell. So it's a story of two suspensions. I mean, how many times do I get suspended? I know oh yeah, I was Saturday detentions as well. Yeah, Saturday de- bro, what kind of deviant charge was you with? So you had Bang. Saturday detentions, you had cameras in your class, so you weren't felt them for school. Did you have proper uniform? Or could you hear what you want? Yeah, we had uniform. It was a Roman Catholic school. Roman Catholic school. Okay, cool. Um, so it's mad because, like, obviously, <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day. Yeah, it was like, oh yeah, why do you like people from Northwest call call their secondary school high school? Yeah, my my secondary school had high school on the badge. Okay, on, like it was like high school and I was like why is it called high school this is some American shit so <laughs> I never called it high school innit but I know that a lot of men did yeah Um. but yeah it was it was a school that was quite notorious in the borough of Brent Um. so I think that's the reason why they had to enforce Saturday school I only went um Saturday detention I only went um once and I was like this is basically community service and did you have to go in uniform as well yeah, bro. Oh, had to write lines. That's the ghetto. Had to write lines. And I think they even made us like go outside and try and scrub the graffiti off the wall. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, was in community payback for real, for real. Um, we had like bare things, transit room, like obviously the one that I was in. Yeah. And also we had another thing called um the isolation unit. Wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. Across the room. Well, you lot got sent in the box. <laughs> Solitary confinement. Solitary. <laughs> I've seen some mad things, bro. I've seen a police chase on a playground. No, but no, seen... no jokes. You went to school in Belmarsh. What's, what's going on? I've seen um, a helicopter fly into the, um, the helicopter ambulance. Okay. Land on our playground because... Yeah. Someone's neck got murked. Or spine buster. Yeah, someone got fly kicked from the back Ooh. of the neck. Ooh. So, yeah, it was a mad school, bro. I mean, but, um, we here, man. Started from the bottom, bro. Like, listen, that was a school that taught you about manhood. Still, it it, it had man prepared. Still, <laughs> I saying by by college, you was ready in that. Fam. Um, 
college for the most part I kept myself to myself first and foremost yeah. but um it definitely like taught taught you like because I came into secondary school innocent yeah do you know what I'm saying coming into a school like that people were gonna test you man yeah if you don't come I remember it's like for me I went to my secondary school is in Peckham so I didn't come there with no cousins older brothers, no friends from the no, 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 no one from my primary school went. My mum was proper on sending me to um, a faith-based school, was number one, preferably boys' school. She got two of her her top two picks in regards to criteria. All my friends in my area went to the local secondary school. So everybody would that. I went to primary school. You've been to my area. The primary school, that's like the turning just before you come into my state. Everybody went there. And everybody that went there from my year group went to the local school, um, the charter. So I was like, nah, if your friends are really your friends, you would live on the estate, you're going to be friends regardless. I want you to meet new friends. I want you to go here. But really she was, it was because of faith-based school, all boys, catchment area in regards to results. She'd done her research in it. So she was adamant. Get there, yeah. bear man from like different parts of Southeast London have gone set primary school together. Everyone's already made their friends. I'm coming there. Green, no brethrens. Fresh. Um, fresh. Super duper fresh, super duper fresh, and this was the height of when everybody was gassed in Peckham. So, man, we're already getting active by year eight, year nine, busy, yeah, real, real busy. So, my thing was, I just wasn't taking no checks. If we're gonna fight, we're gonna fight. So, I think when, when I get when I got suspended, it was in my fight hit line while okay, that's when I got suspended. Um, a little bit envy and jealousy. I made the football team, and a couple of okay. men didn't like it, and that. When I hid my bag, like around the corner by the swimming pool, so I'm looking for my stuff, looking for my stuff. Eventually, found my stuff. I knew who it was, but no one would admit to it. And still played the match, whatever, no problem. But me and them Donnies had tension. Um, I'd had an argument with one of them, but he got suspended. So he went in school. The following day, his brethren tried to set it on me. Now he swung for me. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, if that initial bang had connected, yeah, if it caught, if it caught, it would have been a mazzoline. I might still be there now. <laughs> I might be still I might, there might be a plaque of me here lies such and such 02 to 07 he was a good you so luckily for me the stars aligned that first bang missed we got it cracking I'm putting in work you know what's bass bass balls just doing my mm. thing hitting with the old school you know you grab the back of the shirt and you hoodie them with the shirt yeah yeah raining yeah blows, raining blows I'd got in trouble with like a couple of days before that mum's there. She's like, you know, I'm onto you basically, innit? So I had to get out of there. Mm. Even I got out of there, it, everyone in the playground saw it, caused a big ruckus, whatever. Still in that yeah. suspended. My only saving grace was someone got the footage, showed it to mumsy, and and they understood what I, what happened in it. So I just, it was self-defense. So that was the only time I ever got suspended. But my school was weird. We had things like um policies in regards to hair. So your haircut okay. below a certain length. So if you got a haircut too low, they send you home for a couple of days. On your official like records of school, I don't think they put it down as suspension, but you wouldn't be allowed to school for like three days. It was so what, like having a one all over, like would, yeah, would one all over. Good? If you had like um a skin fade on the side, like your hair couldn't be below a certain point. Damn, my school was bad breed, boy. Yeah, because the man had everything, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, I, no I, patterns, I first, none of that stuff weren't allowed in your hair. Yeah, my first trim was like. I won all over. Quick shape up, 
Then I had Border. Then I had this and that. Like all the man them had like a mad thing, fam. Even a slit in the eyebrow thing was mad. Yeah, bro, you was you went squat. Um, you offend this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it was um, it was it was a good experience, man. Like, and we had a reunion um recently, actually. Okay. Um, you say any of the old school babes still looking decent? Like, or they fell off. No, I went to a boys' school, man. Boys, so, oh, okay, boys as well. Yeah, boys, man. So it was, um, yeah, it was, it was cool. Unfortunately, like how the reunion the reunion came about was off the back of one of our um, classmates' funeral. Ah, sad. So yeah, man. Jeez. Like, um, but yeah, it was, it was, um, it was, it was good regardless, man. All the all the dons that like you know. There was no like ego. That's good to see. Do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, like back then, there was a lot of ego. Everyone wanted to flex. Like, who was the baddest? Like that. Like all of that. But like this time, it was, it was mad cool. Nah, it was mad cool, man. But yeah, man, you grow up, you live, and you learn. You know, you look back at your experiences, and you're like, shit, man. Like, <laughs> shit used to really pop off. Right, if only they knew. I think outside of that, that one occasion, I think I mentioned to you. There was one other time I could have got in trouble, yeah, but it was something based on principle and I still stand mm. by it today. So we used to have, I don't know if you did in your school, we used to have like Christmas hampers. So okay. um, obviously that time of the year, you would, depending on like how well you behaved or whatever, or like teachers liked you, like just coming up towards that Christmas break, that Friday is usually like a half day for us. Obviously we're a faith-based school, so like mm. by lunch, school's basically done. You have like, your Christmas wrap-up, uh, meal, whatever, mass, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then you kind of, like, leave early to at the very latest. But if you get along with some of the teachers better, they, we do a thing locally where you are allowed to go and hand out Christmas hampers to people in the area. So they've got some addresses, okay. people that are either um, they contribute to the school or their relatives used to go there um, or just people locally that we know through maybe, like, the church extension of the, of the school, whatever. So mm. maybe like two Christmases consecutively, I was able to get hampers or able to deliver hampers. Now, I know who my real G is in my area, innit? It's Mrs. George, right. innit? She used to be right, right, right. like youngsters, innit? Right. So I was like, kill two birds with one stone. I'll go and deliver the hamper to Mrs. George. And she lives at number six around the corner of my house. So I can go straight home, innit? Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm not stealing the hamper. Mrs. George gets it. <laughs> <laughs> And she's my G. She she goes to church every Sunday. She fits the criteria. Mm. Older lady. Mm. And I want to show mm. her some love, innit? So for two Christmas consecutively, I take the camper to Mrs. George. And I think, I was in year 10 now. So yeah, it's been the third year. And um, I don't know what had happened where they, I think they had a list. It wasn't stringent, but they had a list. And they noticed that a couple of people never got their hampers over the last couple of years, innit? Right. And obviously they asked, what's been going on? What's happened? Like where did, like they just asked randomly like where the live my like oh yeah and one of my neighbours are like huh I said yeah she lives locally like she's an old older person lives on her own before you know it, falls out on the hampers no more Mrs George didn't get a hamper that year and I said ah oh, listen we may have to have a conversation but for every reason it got forgotten and they never brought it up again wow listen remember when I'm in Fresh Prince when um I think. What happens when Will wins money and he's he's meant to do something good with it and he ends up giving it to his little brethren and their community thing? 
Yeah, man. Yeah. I give it to my people. Exactly. <laughs> that was a movie like Frank Lucas on Christmas, you know. Mrs. George deserves a hamper, man. Look at MS hamper and that. Why not, man? I hear that. She's still out I here. I, I, I see her the last time I went to see my mum. She's still out here. Oh my God. Do you still like buck your old teachers and stuff? Um, There was. Nah, I didn't see them in a little while. I mean, there was a point where my maths teacher, I used to bump into her um, in the gym. Mm. And she was a larger lady. We ain't body shaming, but she was a bit rotund. Man said rotund, you know. To say the least, didn't it? Um, what, trunchbullish? Yeah, more than that. Shorter. I swear, that so shorter. More, yeah, a bit more compact. That one accused a laugh. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll get off this shortly because this, this is dangerous territory, isn't it? But <laughs> I would see her in the gym, innit? Um, and she wouldn't know how to like say hello, and I was like, "You're right, Miss Blah Blah." And she, oh yeah, you're, you're a lovely lad. And I was like, "Fucking bitch, what do you mean lovely lad?" Now I've always been lovely. They said like, you was mm. a witch, bruv. Then now, mm. now asking for my sister's how to get machines and stuff. Now I'm bro, having to help you get your health in order and that. Do you know what? Yeah, a lot of bad vibes teachers. Yeah, yeah, didn't realize that there were bad vibes, bruv. Maybe it was a stress. Listen, I'll give them the benefit of that. Maybe it was a stress of the job. I've got a bad few friends. Vibes. There were bad vibes. Yeah, there were bad vibes. But I've got a few friends that are working and teaching now. So maybe it was stress of the job. Nah, flog them. Flog them. No. Flog them. And yes, teachers are humans, isn't it? Yeah. But this is what you signed up for. Yeah. Don't be taking it out on kids. What kind of madness are you? Come on. There was one time she was on a treadmill, right? I almost like. I wanted to walk past and you know you hit the that button to put it to like level sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, to the, to the yeah, yeah. I remember when you made me do lines on that. Run now, innit? Run. Yeah, run. Yeah, Let run me see you run. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, well, so right, well, listen, we are almost half an hour in, man. Let's get this yes. shit cracking. Hashtag off the cuff pod. Off the cuff pod, baby. We are back. Baby. A good honest conversation. Never hurt anyone. Yes. This for the first time. Good morning. Good afternoon. If you're listening in the evening, good evening. Hope you're well. Ramadan Mubarak to uh, our Muslim brothers and sisters out there who yes, are fasting. Of course, of course, man. Yeah. Of course. Keeping it halal in these yeah. streets, you know. Mm-hmm. I hope this uh, this this month of fasting is a good one to you and you get a chance to, uh, you know, just uh, reset, you know, and uh, realign your faith. Shouts out my brother Sosa. He's fasting now as well. Mm. You know, this was this fans episode two three six. I believe so, man. Two three six had a little bonus episode of Essie the other day, so shout out to to E Money. Oh yeah, man, Essie was podding podding. She was spitting. Hey, Fendi facts. <laughs> All right, listen, man. I was getting messages. Oh yo, Essie was spitting facts. Yeah. I was like, yo, you know what? Aside from like the rustling of the mic, yeah, she was she was spitting facts facts. Yeah, she was really out in these streets. I was just talking some truth, and I thought it was good to just to do, just because obviously um, last week it was myself, you, and Scully, and uh, yeah. I did mention that um, he had pointed out. Obviously, our perspective is maybe limited, just off the basis of like we're three black men, um, of course. And it was probably just good to get Essie's Essie's viewpoint on a few things, and also just to catch up with her. She ain't been on a pod in a little while. Obviously, lockdowns had us all uh, distant from each other, so it was good to catch up quickly. So. Shout out to her from uh, for sitting down with us. Yeah. Know. Aside from the shout out, though, she got to take this L, man. Let's get into it, man. Let's, man. let's get into it. 
NF ten v ten. There's no signal. Oh, the clashes geez. ten songs to ten songs. Where we're recording this fresh off the the most recent clash, Western versus N Dubs. Yeah. Prior to this, yeah, what did you? What was your honest thoughts? Did you think Western blowout? They're gonna like mop the floor with N Dubs. If I was to get into my musical bag. Yes, Western will swipe the floor um, with um, N-dubs because um, N-dubs, it was great for that time period and it was a lot of GCSE music. Do you know what I'm saying? Like GCSE, B-Tech, A-Level, that type of vibe. Like, Were you giving it A-Level? You're giving it that high? Maybe not an A level because, like the the mixing of the music was just abysmal. And these were songs that and charted, you know. These are these are songs that charted, but, but it, all it all this was the strength of Channel U at the time. So we need to give Channel U their props because they did something. And you come with a string of songs with a good enough chorus and someone that gives your music direction. Yeah, which is what Dappy did. Um, you're gonna get, you're gonna gain a lot of fans, and it did develop to seeing their videos come out that were that weren't rendered to then being rendered, and mm. from their music to not being mixed to then being mixed. Like later on in their career, you'd get to see that, and it allowed Dappy to have a solo career mm. to the point where he's still um, existing now. Yeah, yeah. So I understand it. And a lot of people like live off nostalgia as well. So you saying the N in end up stands for nostalgia. Yes, exactly that. So um, I knew that there was a possibility that end ups could take this clash. And um, the, the reoccurring theme with Western, unfortunately, is the fact that, oh, I haven't heard this song before. I've never heard this song before. What is this song? Mm. Or, Western's music sounds like one long song. Is that what the streets are saying? So uh, I've seen a few comments in in that regard. Me, I'm like, your ears, you guys' ears need some sort of cleansing. Yeah, we're all from from that neck of the woods as well. So obviously defending home team. Oh, bro, like, nah, man. Because like, I feel like, um, my 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 region of things is that like it's north northwest and west are basically tied together in it. Yeah, N Dubs obviously st- stands for northwest in it. <laughs> NW N Dubs cool. Um, where their man are from, I don't live too far from. Mm. Where the Western Dons are from, I don't live too far from either. It's all ten minutes. Okay, like each each way in it, like so. It, it's cool for that part, but then you got to really like analyze from a musical perspective. Me personally, like I'm a music guy, I'm a sound guy, and you can there's a clear distinction in terms of quality. So I knew that Essie was going to come through and represent properly. We spoke prior to it, um, and I and I was just basically like just letting her know that you got to come correct. Okay, but so I you, knew you, that you, you you had a little pep talk prior. 
We said you gave me that J Prince. I'm giving you a courtesy call. It went. It, it it's not. It weren't the biggest thing in it. It was just like, yo, this song is gonna get end ups all the way out of it. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm someone that there was a lot of people that are of a certain age that would be like, oh yeah, I don't know any of this end end up stuff, and I, I didn't rate it. Me, I listened, and there were certain songs that I rated. Whether you believe them or not, that's a different story in it. Whatever. It's entertainment. Let's it's, not pretend. Channel yeah, U era, they had songs and they're one of the biggest groups you've had from like our urban space. Whether you want to claim them or not, it's entirely up to you, but I yeah. can't pretend like they, they had have, a successful run. They didn't have a big run. They had a, yeah, they had a big Uncle, run. Was it Uncle so, B album? Uncle B album. Even like... A million uh, plus. Well, Jamila, Jamila didn't even play certain songs like Fever Las Vegas, like... Um, Papa, the, the the one that um, everyone was talking about before, I would have played that instead of like number one with Tinchy Strider. Like that was an awful song. All right, let's go through some of them. Yeah, so round Ouch. one. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Round one. End up end kicks up off with, with "I Will Defeat You." Cool. Yeah, took that. And Essie responds with "Round Hair" round featuring hair. Scraps. No one heard that. That's where. Listen, I said before we started recording, I can say it now because obviously things have changed with. Employment situation. Essie loves scraps too much. That's why. Yeah. She loves scraps too much. She went from loving him too much to having a personal relationship with Donnie. So she was like, yeah, I've got got a rep for my guy. But me, I was just like, this ain't the one to bring to us. Like, it depends on your ear as well. But I think Mm -hmm. to the kind of audience that you're you're appeasing to, it's not going to work. That one weren't it. You've got to get in the most notable songs. And I think with the clashes, yeah, if you don't start first, so end up kick things off, and that was a strong song to start with, you've got to hit back with a big song. Even though like some people may not agree, I think you've just got to hit them with Into at the start then. If they've gone with I Will Defeat You, give Into. Or, mm. or, or give their second or third biggest song. Maybe that might have been a time for, I'm trying to think here. Uh, mm, Texting Benova, I think it has to be into. If they hit text, te- uh, texting, would have been. I think texting maybe would have start. I would have started off with texting, or maybe um, I would have given them a Maggie and Star Dog. But remember, you're not starting first. So if you hear they played, I would defeat you. Mm. I know because obviously the rules are they've got 15 to pick. Texting, you. De- I'd, I'd pick texting. Because they had there is so I defeat you. I would defeat you is. Um, one of their better songs with Chipmunk, yeah, on a feature. Um, Texting had a feature as well, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, I would have been like, yeah, hold that slapper rather than rather than um the one with Scraps because I would have replaced that like the one with the the song with Mr. Easy and Tiwa Savage could have easily replaced that or a Night and Day. Would have been perfect for this clash. Facts, facts, it's facts. Western facts, sound, facts. isn't it? Yeah. Whereas, like, um, round here is a it's a bit left field. Yeah. Like you've got to be a you've got to be a Western fan to appreciate that one. Mm. And even then, you may not still like it. Like I think yeah, that's the thing that's getting lost like with a lot of people with this clash and with these clashes, especially obviously with with the no signal platform. Um, mm. Is that is you? It's the biggest songs are what what works, isn't it? You know. Yeah. It's the biggest songs. Now, if you're in a position where, like, you're leading things and, like, you're completely battering your point, when you get to around seven, eight, or nine, and you know it's in the bag, then you can go a little bit left field and just, you know, give one for the uh, 
the old school fans are the purists and that, but we're trying to win out here, bro. Yeah, it, if it was like a thing of like how the Usher and Chris Chris Brown um, clash went, where yeah. it was obvious, like where like yeah, Usher's defeating Donnie like pretty badly. <laughs> That's why my man drew for uh, my boo randomly. Yeah, he could afford that. Whereas this, it was a little bit different. Like you can't afford to take risks. Go for Very the headshot. True. Yeah. Go for the headshot. And I think if we were to compare the two clashes, Charlie didn't play about with, with the Usher thing. He didn't go for whatever um, the guy representing Chris did. He weren't trying to follow concept. Oh, he weren't trying to go back to He's just going, I'm going headshot. banger, banger, banger. Banger. Yeah. Headshot. <laughs> do you know what I mean so it got Donnie out of it that's how you win clashes especially that type of clash where we can see the type of audience and the, the like we're always questioning the vote the votes mm, 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 you know mm. when we're questioning the votes mm. the thing is yeah listen I like facts in it and the facts show this person won that person lost now we can have our opinions on the streets and what we feel if it was right or wrong, but I think it's pretty fair. The votes open to the public for a certain amount of time and yeah. people vote, they vote. Now, obviously, Western lost, but I think most people, they were quite um, satisfied and happy with SC selection, so she still gets the props on that front. And she was, she oh, was, yeah, for she sure. was giving them spicy sure. energy with the talk and now I see, I see people very uh, engaged with uh, the energy she's giving back and that, so I only think saying that um and and dubs made shoplifting music <laughs> for them man that are stealing out of Lewisham shopping center. <laughs> yeah, there you go, fam. Um, yeah, I mean, like, do you think that music aged the, badly? Because that, that was, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, we're listening to the quality of music, um, UK music. Sorry, we're listening to the quality of UK music and the strides that it's it's taken. Yeah, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, yeah, you know, back then, like, they didn't, we didn't have the resources. Yes, we did. You know, Boy in the Corner, Home Sweet Home, those albums were made prior to End Dubs, and they they were done properly in it. Yeah, they were done properly. I remember like Kano making um, Boys Love Girls, and it wasn't the best mixed, but it was better than that." Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, um, yeah, man, looking back, some of the stuff were like, you know, the whole ha-ha, like, I'll show you what ha-ha means. <laughs> My name's Shaniqua, and what? That I what? say, I Racist. say, no. Racism. Anti, bro, anti-black. Anti-black. But it did what it did for that time period. Yeah, you can't deny um, them. You know, I mean, they did shooting thing. videos like under the North Circular. I see you guys underneath doing the your thing underneath the bridge. <laughs> yeah, so um, we're gonna go by Brent Cross um, Shopping Centre, and um, you know, <laughs> there's like a little underpassage by the North Circular. Bro, we shoot went, there. When Talisa was a little bit more ticked back in the day, listen, those with the Indomie hairstyle, it, it worked back then. It worked. You... And, and the long white puffer jacket. I know, I know for a fact. No fear in Camden. The man then was trying to chat to Talisa back in the day. I know it was bare black. He was trying to get Talisa back in the day. Bro, 100%, man. Without, like, without a shadow of doubt. 
Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> uh, bruv, niggas have been the weakest link for years. <laughs> <laughs> niggas have been the weakest link for years. They say I just want a little bit of tea, you know. They want that. Mm. No, they, did, they did their thing. Um, but yeah, um, at the end of the day, uh, following the tagline for entertainment purposes only, mm. um, we just have to see the fun side of it, man. It's all for um, people to go back. And like for me personally, it shows me like who really has bangers and whose music has aged horribly or whose music we've like overrated over the years. Yeah. That's literally what it is. And sometimes it's just nice to be brought back. Listen, it's, that's that's the one thing with, with music, bro. If your music slaps and truly, truly slaps, we'll appreciate it two, three, oh, five, yeah, ten bro, years down yeah. the line. Like, yeah, those yeah, things don't change. Proven that. You know, and, and that's the best thing about it. Um, and I like the fact, I know we, we spoke about it quite extensively last week, I don't want to spend too long on this this week, but I just love the fact that it's giving me that, early love affair I had with radio. Mm. I'm actually generally excited to tune in. I want to go, I'll find the website. If it goes down, I'm tweet. I'm looking for the new link. Like in an age where like in, um, the internet and social media has made everything so easy and accessible for us. Like I don't have to work to find anything. Whereas with this, if, yeah. if, if it goes down, I go, where's the new link? I get on YouTube. Cool. At what time does it start? And we, I'm interacting. I'm live tweeting. You know, and it does help that yes, I, I know a few of the people that are involved, and of course, Essie was was clashing well yesterday, technically. Um, but I'm generally a fan and enjoying it, so I think that's dope. Um, one thing I have find interesting. Been, um, go on, go on, man. Sorry. Have you been paying attention to the the negative aspect of 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 this with a platform starting from scratch, being quite minuscule uh, in in the the respect of their own? to now being what it is, are you like, are you peeping the negative, the negative commentary or like, are you peeping the, the aspects of um, people that have represented certain artists having to come off social media for a bit because of the abuse and stuff like that. Obviously I know that we mentioned sis, um, you know, in the last episode and stuff like, yeah. For me, that's like the corny aspect of it. I take all those things a pinch of salt. I think the love has definitely outweighed any of the negatives, in my personal opinion. Um, and that can may just be down to what I'm seeing or what I'm choosing to pay attention to. But I do feel it's been a lot more love than even negativity or hey, whatever you want to um, coin the term as. Um, let's be specific though. So I think a few things. So I think today I saw that, um, I think it's Capital Extra, are putting out yeah. their own clash. Um, I don't know, I can't remember what the genres were, but I saw a lot of people jumping on and be like, all right, how, what coincidence, they're copying SD. Let's be clear. I love everything. Speak on it, King. I love everything I know Signal are doing, um, but clashes predate this platform in regards to there's no Signal. Clash has been around yeah. a very long time, and they're mm-hmm. keeping it a buck whilst we've been in quarantine versus the stuff that Swiss Beats and Timberland were doing, I've been doing this kind of ignited this whole clash battle, Instagram live, back-to-back stuff. That's where the energies come from. But clashes predate them as well. Of course. It's been around for a very long time. So um, there's no new idea under the sun. So if Captain Extra want to do clashes as well, by all means, Mm. they've seen the energy with There's No Signal, they've seen the energy with the battles online. Hey, 
just take it as a compliment. It's not a big deal. I think because quite a lot of us follow a lot of the same people and we want to see people win, the knee-jerk reaction will be that like they're copying or they're stealing the swag, the sauce, whatever. Hey, your thing's already patterned. The people were fucking with it. There's enough to go around. Um, you don't own the patterns of clashes, is what I'll say. Um, yeah. In relation to any of the other negativity, so um, moving on from, obviously, Western and Dubs, the big clash, the Titans, you know, Weezy yeah. versus Vibes Cartel. I just want to say, Mad. you know, this is this is a good moment to insert the Nigerian national anthem. We're in the building, yeah. Afrobeats for life, yeah. Ojuela, <laughs> they know my story, yeah. Puff Puff, <laughs> Beef Suya, yeah. No more patties, meat pies, talk spicy, yeah. <laughs> Vi- uh, Vice went to Ojuela, but yeah. And no one knew Whiskey's story. <laughs> that's just, that's just local haters and that. That was local haters. I heard about that. I heard Vice went and asked him, Whiskey, they said, nah. <laughs> but yeah, no, but I think that was... Nah, they, they, they knew him, they but knew. they just didn't, they didn't know his story. Hey, it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. The, the, the song was yeah. a banger. Old Dog Studios. <laughs> what, was, what was the final score? So Whiskey versus Vibes, I think it was like 10-0, which is outrageous. Was it? I think, I think the final score was like, like 10-0 or like 9-1. I think it was a that's cool. nah, that's it was mad. crazy. It was crazy. That is absolutely mad. I mean, you know more than anyone else. But, uh, you know, like obviously, um, when we f- were in the dance, 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 dancing, dancing in the dance. How many dances? Vibes was killing it. Yeah, one just vibes, but yeah, vibes had this. You could have, was you could have half been. an hour, hour set of vibes if you was want. and been. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I like when I started raving, like Bashment was at the center fold. Like, and I was speaking to a friend about this the other day, and I was like, listen, <laughs> maybe I'm showing my age out in these streets here, but before the smoking bands, I was out here. Oh, you, ah, cloudy smoke. So you remember, you remember what it, it used to really smell like in the dances? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, cameos, man used to sweat hard. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So, um, like, these man used to dominate. So when I'm hearing certain tunes and I'm like, yo, like, even just like, even a little bit after that uni time period as well, dominating. Yeah. So I'm hearing like, I'm hearing certain songs and I'm just like, yeah, this is getting whiskey shit out out of here. Out. And there were certain songs that he didn't play, and I was like, yo, how can you miss this out? How can you miss that out? Yeah, let me even I had my little list, yeah, of songs that I felt was criminal that weren't played in it. Let me see if I can find them again. Um like, and these are even bait ones as well. So mm. we didn't have fever. There was no touch a button. Blasphemy. No summertime. Blasphemy. No clocks. No, no clocks. straight jeans and fitted. No bicycle. Jeans. No bicycle. Ramping bro, show. do you remember what it was like? Bro, ramp. Bro, do you remember what it was like? Ramping shop. Mm. Made us forget about Miss Independent. And to top it off, no Ben's Panani. <sighs> Do you, know him, do, you know, do you know what I'll dash my mic right now. Do you know what it means it. to have a Benz? Listen, this is the adult section of the podcast. So if you're not interested, do you know what it means to have a Benz? Mm. If you ain't of age, please 
mute this right now. Yeah, yeah. Skip, skip this bit. Skip this bit. Yeah. If you are of bro. age, stay right here. You know exactly what we're referring to. Bro, Ben's Panani. That German efficient pussy. Mm. You have to come back. Smooth ride. Took your shit, bro. Fam, Ben's Panani, your knees can't hurt. Impossible. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta be on top. <laughs> you gotta be efficient, B. <laughs> Meg the Stallion, where are you? No, you're dumb. <laughs> Fam, I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, cuz. Ben's Panani, yeah. When I heard that, and I was like, yo, this is elite shit, fam. Because even my parents were talking about, like, having a Benz. Where are we going with this? I'm just saying that, like, it's premium stuff. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I was, I was so like, from when mom was young. From when I was young, yeah, I knew that Benz was premium. Okay, so he oh, was he's already got a Benz. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that person's got a Benz. Yeah, he must yeah. be doing stuff, yeah. yeah. Elite. So if you got and a then that, um, trust that advert. Oh Lord, would you buy me a Mercedes <laughs> Benz? And I was like, yes, yeah, I need yeah, a Mercedes yeah, Benz yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, wheel it, wheel up the tune, bruv. Wheel up the ad, uh, the the advert. So when I'm saying, so when I'm hearing Donny saying, "Oh, she's got Benz Panani," I'm like, "Ah, right, cool, elite." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to love the girl. The, the, the girl in the dancers were claiming it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean Maybe that. Like Marsha and that. Let's not go to that. <laughs> oh, I had the poor boy stressed, you know. Donnie was sleeping and sliding in the rain. In the he said, I'm, I'm going to left your yard. I say, yo, yeah, yo, yo, yo. He's at his... He, Crosses. Yeah, he's at the very end. And I said, I'll left your yard, you know. He said, yeah, he's done for. Bro. Yeah, so when I saw those, that, those songs not selected, like, see, that's what I was saying last week, yeah. I feel like mm. I've been right more recently, but, you know... I think people are not yeah. paying attention. I'm going to keep bigging up my chest because, you know, large up yourself, never ever small up yourself. I Big said, chest. when it comes to vibes, yeah, because of the like the feeling that it's impossible to, to to lose, that it's a done deal, that right, like vibes has got bangers, you can't even war him. Whoever's selecting for him has got a big, big job in their hands, isn't it? Because he's got, you could have just picked 10 women's songs and that could have won. You could have picked 10 commercial bangers. You could have picked ten war songs and you should have been able to win. But if you go too deep in the collect in, in the collection or you pick a few obscure hits and then you're also up against Afrobeat star who's like the the young popping it guy right now who's like been doing his stuff like he's been on for like ten plus years, but over the last let's say like five to six it's been solidified with like hit after hit after hit. They also are a newer generation who maybe didn't rave to that music that we rave to. You see what I'm saying? So when, yeah. you, when those things when they come up against each other and Donnie ain't selecting the right rhythms, you got you got to fight on your hands. Now I've got to be inside information, and I think if I'm correct because of where some of these songs are placed, they can't be played in it because of what's happening now with the with the Spotify playlist and stuff. If certain of songs course. aren't on a platform, they aren't um, eligible. So just to cut the DJ a bit of slack, I know he was getting a lot of um, flack, and I know I think that's what he was referring to earlier about the negativity. Um, yeah. I had things that I was like, oh, you should have played, but I think his hands were tired where you can't play them. Like, I've got a song that I love. It's a Vibes song called um, Proper English. I don't think it's a song that everybody knows, but if you go on SoundCloud, type in Vibes Cartel, Proper English. Proper English, yeah. Banger, for me. That's that's something I love. 
That's for you. But that I don't think that's readily available on streaming sites or certain platforms for you to play it. So that's something a DJ in in that format and that arena can't play. So I think his hands were tied. Um, it was a shame that it got out of hand where people are now, you know, drawing people out on the internet. I'm seeing, um, I didn't actually see it, but I heard that people disrespecting the DJ's child and that on the gram. Like, listen, this thing's meant to be fun. Like, yeah, it's you know meant what? to be a bit of relief from quarantine and what's going on in a minute. Like, come on, brother. Like, we know vibes thing is patterned. Like, this little, this little clash loss, he'll be fine in it. Like, it's not a big deal. It's not that deep. Mm. It's not that deep for me. I just thought that, like, you know, come on, man. Like, at the end of the day, we are all here to celebrate two kings from their respective genres. Yeah. Dominating their genres. So why not bring the two together and do a musical battle just solely based on music? Wherever their songs are selected, yes, like, you know, when we're listening as consumers, we're like, yes, okay, cool. Like, they didn't play the song. They didn't play the song that we wanted to hear. But at the end of the day, bro, like, it's got nothing to do with us like that. We're enjoying it for um, entertainment purposes only. And that's how it should have been kept. I'm going to keep it up, though. I knew it was always going to go left. I didn't, I was yeah, like, I'm, not, I'm not condoning all the, the the negative comments about someone's children. That's that's way out of line and way out of hand. And if Donnie wants to yeah. to go and do a mad thing, that's that I would. I might put some money in your books if they nick you. Put it that way, and I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, if you yeah, yeah, to do that. yeah, yeah. But no signal fed the streets with this clash. I I knew it was always going to be that way, though. Now, I see Nigerians and Jamaicans. Yeah, we're like this. What's the what's the the photo of the African uncle? his fingers right beside each other, like one of one, like yeah, hella prideful, mad pride, bruv. We've both think we're mad this shit, that like best thing since sliced bread. No one can't tell us nothing. And when mm. you put those two forces together, yeah, and then some of the historical stuff that's happened over here with the British-born Jamaicans, British-born Nigerians, you get some of the bumping of heads, you know. So I saw some ignorant comments on that, but, I feel the, the the energy was a lot more positive than negative, but when it did spill over, it it, it got a little bit silly, which tainted something yeah. that was meant to be fun. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't surprised because I know my people, bro. You know, even with even with like Whiskey winning ten, I see one Donny shamelessly say that, bro. I don't even know what this no signal thing is, but I see there was a poll about Whiskey, so I voted for Whiskey. I see, you know what? That's shameless, but I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> I respect you know it. You got to rep your people. I respect it. You do. You do. But I feel like you can rep without being disrespectful. Of course. But also, there should be a little bit of room for banner, though. I think I don't yeah, like yeah. when we get a little bit too, no, like, no, no, no. A little too like, sensitive not... where no, we no, can't no. run let's jokes. Not... So we run jokes, innit? Let's run a little bit of joke. Yeah, let's not, like, um, get it twisted. Jokes are fun. Jokes have to run. Banner has to run, especially in a clash. But then when it gets disrespectful, that like, to the point where, like, imagine you're just doing things to a point where you're thinking that, like, yeah, this is all fun and games. I'm repping. I've got my foot on your neck. Yeah. They've got my foot on mine. I'm happy with that. But then when it comes a bit more serious, people start 
receiving death threats. People start receiving threats to their children. That's when you're like, what, what's going on here? But that's a scary side. Of, maybe this is like a good pivot to talk about stand culture where people love an artist so much they would move mad that way. Like, I, always, I think I think people took it beyond that, you know. I, I feel like so, people so, didn't so, even like... So there's nothing... I you feel like, think it's stand culture? You think it's just something else? Yeah, I think there is an element to stand culture, but then there is an other aspect to it where people just want to get involved in the outside or the, the wider um, battle because it's one nation against the other. Okay, so it's more about country honest. pride. Yeah, yeah, because let's be honest, we don't have this pride when it's UK versus US, if that ever was a thing. Do you know what I'm saying? But if it was, it would never get to to that level of seriousness. But when it's like something that's coming from the islands or something that's coming from the motherland, yeah, it's always going to get disrespectful just based on stuff that we grew up hearing and stuff like that. And then people want their insults to bang harder to the point where they will... They'll cross the line and be more disrespectful. They'll cross the line and be more disrespectful. I hear you. And let's keep it up, bro. You even said the islands are motherland. Bro, I I don't want to be dishonest, bro. It's Nigeria, Jamaica. For the most part, all the other nations in Africa, it's got nothing to do with them and any other nations in the... I'm even here in in that part of the world, in, in the Caribbean, um... It's got nothing to do with them. It's, th- it's those two nations specifically. It, with that, yeah, that was going to be the trend, didn't it? So. Horrible. It was just horrible, bruv. Like, and I was just like, mm, like certain things just shouldn't be said in it. Like, yeah. But then certain people were just like, you know what? People are just turning up now, and then on Monday they're just going to go back to fucking each other. And I was just like, right. maybe you're right. I listen. But you know what? It's done go since on. that since that day. Yeah. <laughs> Jamaica Twitter has come alive and I've been enjoying. Of course you have. The Velour Pappy. We know we know you one of one. You Jamaican women like this. <laughs> <A kryptonite>. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if alcohol doesn't kill you, yeah. <laughs> It'll be them. It'll be them. If um we from Saint Elizabeth, with them women there, you have to be careful, dog. Hey. But yeah, man, um, like obviously, shouts to um, No Signal man. They're doing a good job. I think they're keeping us like very entertained over this course of uncertainty. And um, music is always my thing. So whatever type of battle that there is, I'm gonna be tuned in. Um, there's gonna be the return of Versus Timberland and Swiss Beats's platform on um, Instagram with. Jill Scott versus Erica Badu, which Ooh. I'm going to be tuned in. 11, 11, I've got Twitter. my incense, my sage, Come on. my bohemian drip. Come on. That, you know, that common drip. Cap hat, that common, that, that, <laughs> that black fort drip. Yeah, that old school music soul child drip. What do you, you know about that? Yeah, fam. Yeah. Drenched in um, Erica Badu's vagina cologne, fam. Whoa. Oh, that bangs. Yeah, man. Yeah, I heard that bangs. I mean, mm, she, listen, when she was out here, she had niggas dressing unusual. Um, her pumps must be a different thing, fam. 
If you just look into her hazel eyes, you'll just transform into a bohemian Donny. I mean, let's not reduce it to everything. Let's just say her aura, her energy. Yeah, we mature. No, I said if you look into our eyes. Okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure we weren't being too, 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 too misogynistic. Yeah. Can I get a window seat? And I'm like, yeah, yeah please, yep. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. I need that I still. Need that. Yeah. That that would be interesting. That that I'll definitely pay attention Joe to. Joe Scott, yeah. You see, jo- Crown Royal. Mm. I'm Joe Scott, bro. You see that album alone, fam. Okay, cool. I'm I'm there. I went to see Erica Badu last year. And I was like, all right, cool, man. I see your powers oh, live he, in the flesh. He's saying you understand it when you saw it, saw it live. Sometimes, like, you have to go see it to understand. Yeah. And, um, boy, like, first and foremost, she's an attractive woman. They're both attra- very beautiful men, attractive. And how they sing and what they sing about, you're just like, all right, cool. Jill Scott, she may seem wholesome, but she speaks that crud too. They're the ones, the though, Vans. They're the, they're the ones, the silent assassins. You know, you know the ones like, they're, 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 like wholesome, look like librarians, like, yeah, she's going to, you know, preach some positivity into your life. And then you get upstairs now. Brother. Breakers. <laughs> Just want to rest my head on um, Jill Scott's breast. I understand where you're coming from, bro. You know. I, yeah, I, I that's going to be that. an interesting one. That's going to be a good one, man. Like, I mean, um, for the most part, it's just going to be about music, which um, is what I'm on. The only thing that I'm not down with is the time zones because people have to sleep. So I think that's the only thing that we really have to suffer um, about. But it's you're, going to be a good one, miss man. It. What's... what's, what's killing you is the in the moment commentary really and truthfully when you wake up in the morning mm. the live will be on youtube somewhere and you can find yeah it. of course that, that in point. the moment commentary is the one that we're gonna really that's, gonna what, that's, but, what, that's um, what you're losing out yeah, on. But yeah man gonna be looking forward to that and obviously like these battles have been the gems of quarantine for me personally yeah um so um yeah man we're just gonna see how it's gonna pan out man they're trying to say that they're gonna um He's off the lockdown. Ooh, Boris. You saying Monday? Mm, Monday's um, what's it? Monday the eleventh is the is the next moment we're gonna have some confirmation about what they're planning. Sort of announcement is gonna come out. I'm not sure um, on it for me personally, and I can see it already. What can you see? Um, the how the public are gonna react. Mm. British arrogance. Um, despite us being the worst hit in Europe, yeah, it's still. I think it's still very early, and I think the drive is due to the economy. To revive the economy is the buzzwords that I took, and I was like, "All right, all right, cool. I understand what this is about. Not about public safety." So, um. We've we've come to a place where even now with us recording, six hundred people have passed over the past twenty four hours, but yet we're talking about a bit of leniency. So from 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 when the government say that everyone's gonna be out. Because me just being on a road driving over the past couple of days, I've seen a huge 
um, significance in the amount of traffic that there is now. People are out, out. Yeah. So are we going to be prepared for a second wave? Or are we going to take this seriously or not? I don't, bro, the answers to both are no. I don't think I'm going to be prepared. I don't think I'm going to take it seriously either, purely because of how I feel like the public have moved over the last month and a half. Um, so we had the panic with stockpiling at the start, um, which I actually kind of on reflection understood a bit more. Mm. I wasn't even overly mad. When I really think about it, I'm not overly mad at the people that were in shops doing what they were doing, purely because our leadership was trash. Not enough reassurance. So the individual are going to do what they feel is right for their nearest and dearest. So parking that to one side, the first week or two, everyone's taking it serious. And then when it gets to week three, week four, you know, people for every reason just can't sit in their house. The frustration boils over. We're not getting enough clear direction from our government. There's a lot of misinformation on the internet as well, which doesn't help. Um, I'm even seeing people doing like anti-COVID protests now, organising to get to, I can't remember where, where I saw the post, it might be on Facebook or Twitter, um, similar to what they, some people are doing in the US saying that, yo, we want to we wanna go back to work, open things back up, this is not a problem, it's a hoax, blah, blah, blah. So the mood of the public, I don't think it's, there's one general mood across the board. So I think yeah. because of that, if money does come around and they say, listen, pubs are open, you can order from the beer garden, you can go to the park, which people have already been doing anyway. You can go to the park two meter distance, man. you can work Bro. out unlimited. I think you're just going to open up a can of worms. Someone like myself, who's able to fortunately work, work remotely in relation to the podcast, in relation to my day-to-day job, I'm going to stay in as much as I can do and continue doing what I've been doing Um I'm not going to get gassed by the initial... Um, I'm going to treat it like how we treat iPhones, man. So that's how I'm going to treat it. When the first okay. iPhone comes out, I don't get it. I'll wait, okay. wait for a few explosions. Same with Samsung. I'll wait for... <laughs> remember when the Samsung phones exploded in that? <laughs> remember when the um, EE had the, the, the battery chargers, the portable thing? Yeah. Wait for yeah. the first wave of that. Let them fuck yeah. up a few people, you know. A couple breakages, a couple people sending those back. And then once you pattern things up properly, I may step out, you know. I'm going to look after my nearest and dearest. I miss my niece, miss my mom, miss my little sisters. Obviously we're speaking as regular as we can do, but it's not the same. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what I feel is necessary for me and mine over this end. I don't mm. trust these Donnies in power. I'm even seeing really, really, really worrying news now in relation to furlough. And I had my suspicions when they weren't hundred percent covering wages and were saying eighty percent. There's plans now to pull back and that could yeah. potentially turn to sixty percent. And then further lower to either 50 or 40. And my suspicion with that is that it's to push people, obviously, with regards to business, towards nearer and nearer towards redundancy and to ensure that people don't want to stay unemployed, innit? So they'll either keep their job, affirm it, or they'll start looking for new employment. And that also helps with all the, that helps with all the government's figures and making sure that they come out on the other end of this on the right well, the side government... of history. <sighs> But the government aren't, I feel like they're not equipped enough to deal with this. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, even to the, like, so they're thinking about themselves in, in that, in a regard of like, yes, it will revive the economy for them. But what does it do for the people that are in dire situations? 
Do you get what I'm saying? We're on the lower end. We're on the lower end. We're collateral damage. That's what it is. We are collateral damage. And there's a lot of people that are um, in in the position of despair and in a position of desperation where they need something fast. So when you have a bunch of disgruntled people within the entire nation, what do you think is going to happen? So what are you predicting? Are you predicting crime going to go up? Are you predicting... Uh, boy, people have children that they, they, they have mouths to feed, isn't it? So they're going to do anything that is necessary. Yeah. Um, and people are already disregarding, you know, health restrictions. People are already disregarding warnings and, um, you know, advice from a government that didn't know what to do or from a government that stalled in the first place. Mm. And now you want to further take away um, things that are keeping us afloat, regardless of the fact that there's been a lot of breaks, like in terms of rent and uh, mortgage freezes and stuff like that. I'm not even really too much clued up on that, but it will get to a certain point where people are going to be like, enough is enough. The handling of this entire situation has been poor. People are still dying and they want to ease up off a lockdown like it doesn't make sense i mean it's i i don't invalidate what we're kind of saying but in a part of me i never want to be on the side of the government but if they're right they're right remember i was saying maybe maybe like five six minutes ago about um it not being one particular mood there are definitely people that want to go back to work we can't deny that Bro, the British, the, what, what, what this whole entire thing has shown me is that people out here are willing to die for their jobs. But hear me out. We live in a capitalist society. We're on, we're on the other end, and people look after nearest and dearest. So what I'm trying to say here is, people have shown through their actions, the parks are full. All um, a lot of the social distancing rules aren't being followed. Um, people are showing to me that they're prepared to be back outside. So are the government yeah. not. Could you could one say the government are essentially responding to the mood that is out there from some people, even though we have our suspicion and we don't and we don't feel it's because of that. It's purely from economic. They want to get things back up and running and make sure the people that grease their palms are looked after. But there are people that are out there that definitely want to go back to work. I, I don't think we should ever we should negate that in the conversation. No, people, there, there, people, there do people, want, people do want people do want to go back outside. There are people that are forced to go back to work because there's. Some people that are, are in unfortunate situations where where they would where they don't work, they are not getting paid at all. They're not being supported at all. So their only option is to go back to work. Do you know what I'm saying? If they don't work, um, you know they're out. But like key workers, for example, if they don't work, they're not getting paid. If you're not driving a bus, you're not getting paid. If you're not driving an Uber, you're not getting paid. Yeah. I have to be out there. And these people, there's been people within these jobs who have passed away. Of course, rest in peace to those people. It's because of the, rest in peace to those people. And it's because the government weren't fully prepared and the government haven't um, fully pulled up their socks and done what is necessarily necessary for um, us as a nation is what's making people come out here in the front line. So you have to always ask, you know, 
are you okay? Are you keeping safe? Just like this is the basics, bro. Like and um and I get it, man. I've had we all have weak moments. We just want to be outside. It's it's the basic thing to do. But that's what I'm saying it's though. There's necessity requirement. and there's people want to go outside as well. I don't feel we like we can leave that off the table, bro. Like I I can understand yeah. with regards to yeah, key workers, yeah. people that have like bills, it's not because they want to, it's because they feel that like they have to. If they don't work, they ain't mm. gonna eat. But it is a large contingency of people that really want to go back outside. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. Yeah. But I, I just feel like the handling of it could have been a lot better, man. Like even just from a level of reassuring the nation hasn't been done properly. And that's just, that's that's like surface level stuff. Mm. So um, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Italy's just relieved their lockdown just a mere two days ago. And yeah. they were hit way before our, our lockdown. And already we've surpassed them. Mm. So that just that just goes to show like how rapid this thing is tearing a lot of people apart. But hey, man, we like at the end of the day, us as um, mere citizens, all all we'll have to do is follow the orders of the government. And some people are going to rush to come out, and some people are going to fall back a little bit, let the guinea pigs go out there and do what they need to do. And whatever becomes of that is where um, the rest of us are going to make a decision on what we do next. Bro, it's sad what we will be. I, I listened the first time around. On this one, I'm playing it by ear and um, I'm taking my time, bro. If they say you step back outside, I think you've, we haven't had it all the way confirmed with work as of yet, but I've already put the feelers out there and let it be known that it's going to take a lot for them to get, have, to see me back in the office. For a little yeah, while, I need, look, I need something I need, that we have to put out. Yeah, I need um, I, about just washing our hands. Yeah, I need I need assurances. Like a lot of us hot desks, so there's going to be like just the office isn't conducive. I think that's also going to be a big thing as well in regards to commercial spaces in the city um, for a mm. lot of businesses. What are they going to do going forward? As this kind of showing them that they could save a lot of money, you know, in regards to office spaces. You know, a lot of people have pay mad, mad overheads for their office spaces. Is this the end of office spaces? You know, this is something to yeah. for business to consider. Like I've been, I've not necessarily enjoyed it every single day, but I've been able to do my job to the best of my ability from my home, you know? Mm. Um, so we, like, it looks like we can just firm it and carry on, you know? The minute things do kind of go back to normal, my industry anyway, um, things will pick up because the kind of clientele I'm speaking to they'll be back into work and like things are back up and running and people were more receptive picking up the phone and listening to deals, offers, trying to arrange and sit meetings. So the prediction is that things will pick back up in it. That's obviously been optimistic, but right now I'm staying at home, bro. That office ain't seen me till very early. It's end, later part of this year, if then, you know, so. Yeah, stay home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to firm it, you know. But bringing it um a bit more back to our space, yeah. Fending with Fendi, you know me. Double F, I love a bit of Fendi. Um, mm-hmm. Pastor Toby, Spat Nation. He's back out here. It looks like we're gonna get um an interview with ZZ Mills on her channel on her show. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of have a conversation about 
even me joking and saying offend him with Fendi. I've seen obviously he's become after I don't know if relevant would be the right word, but with the posting on the Instagram and the Twitter of He's been given notoriety. Yeah, he's been given a lot of notoriety and it's almost and it's not exclusive to everybody, I'm sure there are a lot of people that do haven't forgotten, but it almost feels like all the accusations and things that people are trying to hold that church accountable for have almost been left to the wayside a little bit. So the accusations of manipulation, sexual assault, fraud, etc. And now we're going to get an interview with Easy Mills. He's getting a platform, it may seem. I wanted to kind of get your yeah. thoughts on the notoriety, relevance, should ZZ have him on her platform? This is an attack on her, but um, this could be anybody, but she's the one about to give an interview. Give me your thoughts and feelings on uh, Pastor Toby and uh, how we've been, you know, dealing with him online. I can't be a hypocrite and say that I haven't played a part in being part of the problem because what I may have done in the past and may have... St- um, deemed as harmless just by a quote tweeting and re- referencing something else it is still adding fuel to his comeuppance or his um, popularity increasing Yeah, do you know what I'm saying and like it's not until I saw certain tweets and I was like you know what yeah like I'm actually a dickhead for doing this do you know what I'm saying? So when that like clip that we were speaking about, um, offending with Fendi, offending with Fendi, and I think I quoted, I quote tweeted that, and I referenced you in a tweet as well, saying like, "Oh yeah, Foz has 24 hours to respond <laughs> just because of the fact that he had mentioned Fendi and obviously Fendi Foz." I was just like, "Why am I even giving this person any time of day?" Like or any possibility for it to kind of do numbers or anything like that. Like I shouldn't even be doing that. Yeah. Like I shouldn't even, we shouldn't even be given um, the man time of day, but obviously I understand that we've got a, a service um, to do and speak on things and stuff like that. So when I now see that ZZ Mills is going to question him or have him on her platform, I'm just like, Why? Like what? What is the need for it? Like, and a lot of people. Like, I feel like there's a there's a small minority of people like that are like, oh yeah, maybe you know she's gonna go in there and grill him. But like, why is that your responsibility to do that? What is that then gonna do? If if anything, it's gonna build him up even more because he thrives off attention, whether it's yeah. positive or negative, as we've seen. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's just like this man has done enough damage in our community, especially with young children that resonates with us all. Yeah. But we're then like giving him the, the, the level of attention that he thrives off the notoriety, like, and you can see it. You see images of him in a booth. You see images of him, of him like out here flexing on his driveway, you know, something that he's made off the back of all these young children um of the exploitation of these young children um that have been doing the groundwork for him that praise the ground that he that he walks on like i i just feel that that's that's wrong we shouldn't even be like we should be chastising him in a different way 
Yeah. I think we, I think the energy around it, I think I remember when I posted that Vic of, um, that vid, sorry, of Vic Santoro, I think that was like the, I'm sure stuff was already happening prior to that. Oh yeah, you, 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 you were early on the like, let's get him out of your train because that, that went super viral. Yeah, that, that went viral. Um, you're probably getting DMs till this day. Yeah, I mean, no, they, they, I think they stopped about, let's say about a month ago. But mm. for for the last few months, I was getting DMs from different journals because every now and then that someone else will retweet the video and it will get like hundred retweets here or there, and then it will get linked right. back to my Twitter account, and I'll get DMs from journalists asking me about the expose and what I know. Um, yeah. But I just feel like we have to see it all the way through because I think the energy was good then, and I know sometimes people feel like social media only reaches a certain level, but it did help raise awareness, and we've spoken about it on a previous episode. I think. Um, the episode we were speaking about uh, Whitney Houston's uh, best friend. I think we spoke yeah. about Spat Nation, and I'm sure we've referenced them before as well. Um, I think it's just the unfortunate thing with the internet. Like, look at how we have now made Dr. Umar funny. Mm. When a couple months ago, maybe a year ago, a lot of the same people that are that tweet Dr. Umar vids and reference him with regards to the things they do like about his messaging, would never, they'd call him a charlatan, talk about the fact that um, he, the school he was raising money for never got off the ground, um, his problematic views in, rela- in relation to um, homosexuality. But at the minute, because of a few funny clips and because they make our tweets bang a bit more, he's the go-to person for reference, you know? And because there's a few things that we like about what he says... We, we can use him in it. Yeah. So I mean, just, I think it's, there's it's a clear distinction in like someone saying there's an there's an African this is an African only live stream to sexual assault or um, exploitation of young children. There's there's a clear distinction in that, and I think that's what people are getting at the most Fair. because Fair. they are vulnerable children that are being groomed and being led astray. Yeah. Um, you know, at the, at, at the expense of his to, fortune. For his benefit, yeah. So they're, they're at for the, his yeah, it's for, for his benefit, lining his pockets. And he, if he gets away with things, he's probably end up in Victoria Island, Lekki, somewhere in Nigeria, chilling, eating beef suya and drinking Supermalt. Um, I think you said you don't understand why ZZ, you know, would have him. I hope I'm, I'm quoting you correctly. I don't want to misquote you. Have um, him on our platform. I, I I don't feel like there's a there's a need there's to a need. like mm-hmm. um, when uh, retweets when vans, you, views you know yeah, get the streets yeah. talking get my name in the you conversation what, yeah. at, at all costs baby I, I I know I know what it is do you know what I'm saying like what is it is it, is it her, that it's her conquest it's her brand whatever um whatever becomes a popular topic she would jump on everyone has been onto Wiley wanting to speak about and and in hindsight like what did that Wiley interview really do for us nothing for me I didn't learn anything I, I didn't get anything mm-hmm. from it um we got one or two one or two moments um we, the, we, we we got the a dot we got the a dot um interview did we need a ZZ one I mean, you got to look at it this way, Vans. We podcast, we have conversations, we 
share our perspectives, we give our breakdowns, we do do interviews from time to time. So anybody in that space, I uh, I do want to give them a the benefit of doubt, and um, I, I do anticipate conversations just because I think it is good for the ecosystem. You know, yeah, not everyone's gonna like you. Um, I can't speak for her. I don't know her in any capacity to know what her motivations are. I can just judge based off your moves and see where you've been consistent, where you've been inconsistent and give what I would feel is an accurate assumption of what you're, you're up to. Um, when Ray Yates had his documentary leading up to it, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I missed it. I didn't see this level of skepticism or cynicism in regards to why he would be doing this. We were like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's great. Hopefully, we, we, it was more like, okay, hope it's like a panorama expose. Hopefully, they get to the truth. Hopefully, you know, we get some some real behind the scenes of what's happening and, you know, we can kind of make him look bad in that light. It's going to go one of mm. two ways, isn't it? Yeah. If Zizi asks some difficult questions and sticks it on him and we yeah. get to look at him in a weird way or he's able to dodge the questions, spin the narrative, and he now gets a bit of social currency by going on there and being able to look good in that space. And he's able to give a plausible reason as to why this is happening or he dodges questions like politicians, then maybe it's um, the mission isn't accomplished on that front where we're able to get him out of here. So I think we'll have to wait and see. I'm not mad at people yeah. that like share your sentiment as to why he's on there or ask questions like, right, why are we giving a platform? Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that at that um that viewpoint. Um, yeah, I think I don't wouldn't want us to be too premature. If you're all right, if you be be petty, I would be petty. Say I told you so. so if the interview, yeah, if yeah. The interview comes oh. out and it's everything you thought it would be, and you know he's managed to wriggle and squirm away and kind of get out there with a clean white shirt, then come to the timeline and say, "All you niggas, I told you so. You was wrong. <laughs> I was right." Yeah, and um. This ain't a, a personal dig at Zizi. Because no, 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 of course Zizi. not, of course not, of course not. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just like, yeah, man, I mean, don't do things for the sake of doing things. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like, I, I do understand that, like, she may see herself as having a responsibility of tackling certain things. But then so do we as, like, social commentators. And, you know, we do have a fan base. People listen to us. But there's certain things that we don't have to do. Because we don't respect it. Yeah. Regardless of like So you're telling me feel, you if you had the opportunity to sit down and pass the Toby, would you No, nah, I'm not gonna do it. You wouldn't do it? Okay. I, I have no interest. Right. I have no interest. Yeah. I'd be like, Fold, yeah, you gotta do that on your own. <laughs> because I don't rate it. <laughs> Bro, you you know me already, innit? Yeah. Like at the end of the day, I don't have to do certain things because I feel like it will bring us somewhere like I, I I just don't feel like I I need to do that for my brand and what I necessarily would represent no, okay, I'll because be you. I know that like I've got a 16 year old brother and it's not even just that I couldn't even I like I, I, I don't even need to have brothers for me to feel a way about certain things that he's doing like we yeah. know that it's all fucked up of course. And there's a lot of like things that are uncovered by it and just how like people just worship him and he has the audacity to have this splendor on social media 
And it's just like, yeah, he's taking the piss out of us. Is that what's making it worse? Is that he's very um, still in your face, not hiding. He's like, I'm still outside type of thing, flexing mm. in the in mm. the um, in the designer gear. I'll be honest with you, bro. I wouldn't sit down with him. I might line him though. <laughs> um, I'm gonna hey, keep, man. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Hey, listen, man. It's just it's just one of them things. Yeah. I just I just don't know. Um, what the what the real benefit is like? She's gonna she's gonna go and ask them hard hitting questions, but then at the end of the day, like he can also have the ability to say, "I don't want to answer this." Yeah, and I don't have to. Mm. You know, like he can very well be the person to control what happens. Like you, we saw how tame um, the Reggie Yates documentary was and he's ruffled feathers in the past i remember when he did that documentary of the pastor in south africa and they hated him over there for that oh they wanted to flog him they wanted to flog him they didn't even want him around anymore yeah he, he went way he harder went, on that than he did on the yeah he went one. way harder on that and then the streets are saying like, that his cousin was worshiping or a pastor at spack so you know the truth always comes out in the end mm. you know and that might be part of the reason as to why he didn't go as in as we hey, would have liked. Hey, maybe. And I'm not here to speculate because I don't know him or his cousin. So I I don't know. <laughs> but it's just one of those ones where I'm just like, why are we so fixated on this? Like we shouldn't even be giving him um that 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 level of um attention because I know that people are really out here doing the real groundwork on trying to get this man brought to justice. Yeah. Trying to get that operation shut down. Let's leave that to that. And when there's enough evidence where we can see that, yeah, it's happening, turn up. Mm. That's where we turn up because we're, we're kicking you now. We've got you to where we want. We've got you to the edge of the cliff. Now we're kicking you down the Grand Canyon. I hear you. I mean, like I said, we have to wait and see. And as, as I said, if you, um, if a lot of people are right, which you probably are going to be, then come back, man. Wheel it back. Don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid to do what I told you so, you know. Come and collect yeah, your accolades man. and that. Um, I just, I think we just have to see it all the way through, if I'm being really honest. Because I think a lot yeah. of us have expressed that we care. And I yeah. don't know if our actions are matching up as best as they should do. Because I think yeah. even the last time I referenced that we spoke about it when um, um, quite a few months ago when we recorded another studio. Um, even since then, I don't think we've done enough. I'm even holding myself accountable. So whatever's necessary needs to be done. Maybe I need to really go and sit down and give it some real thought outside of obviously the power of the mic. Um, we've laughed about this many a times on the pod. Like, you know, we see the clip where he's at the church with all those young drippy. and impressionable young kids, drippy, drippy, drippy. Like we've seen that and, you know, we've referenced it so many times and it's just like, rah, like when someone pointed it out to me, I was just like, yo man, like, fuck, we're actually like, we're gassing this done up. Mm. The point where he's gone into the booth, bro. He's recording. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? 
But they've been reported. You know, it's, it's, it's just a difficult one because it's the, it's a dangerous cocktail of culture, tradition, religion, um, and you will have some people that knew what was going on from keeping a buck and was trying to get local change. You've then got the people that were manipulated, but the way they've done it, they're covering their backs. Where I've been given information, I've done this, I've done that. So it's going to take a little bit, a little bit more work than what's currently being done for that to be seen all the way through in it. Fam, making something fun and catchy uh, will literally blindfold you off your original thought. Well, well, let's let's make sure that we're not just enjoying that moment and we're doing what we're doing now, which is not letting the rule get lost in amongst all the, um, the yeah, jokes yeah, and the smoke and mirrors and that, or dripping. Yeah. And make sure remember that the accusations of sexual assault, the accusations of fraud, manipulation, coercion, grooming, all the things, serious accusations of what's happening at church, we make sure... Bro, that that's because not even in that scene, oh yeah, let's not make sure that that's, that's like the we got we have to, innit? It's we gotta make sure that that's not forgotten. But what I'm saying is is that like we were were sometimes we can be so fixated on something that's catchy and fun that we forget that what men are doing in this in this specific scene or actual scene is that they're in a church and they're showing off their red bottoms. What kind of church be this? Yeah, they're stepping on the blood of my enemies. Nah, bro. No? Too <laughs> like, soon for jokes? What? <laughs> what? Bro, man, like, I'm all here for jokes. And, yeah. And and I saw that initially and I was like, <laughs> no, be shit's kind of no, lit. Yeah, be honest, bro. We're shit's kind of lit. We, we, we shit's kind of lit. That shit was hilarious. Fam, that shit was hilarious. That shit was kind of lit. And I was like, hold on. Isn't this supposed to be a church? Why are we bragging about the material possessions that we have? And this is how it lures the young kids in. Well, this is a new phenomenon, though. It's not not a new thing, though, Vans, because I've seen my parents. I know people that I love that have been drawn in by prosperity preachers. It's like people are broke, bro. Like Mm. outside of coke, dope, whatever you want to call it, the the biggest addiction is hope, bro. Hope, the biggest, yeah, hope yeah. is a hope is a big addiction, my brother. Like, if you weren't aware, hope, 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 is, hope yeah. Hash. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Hebron. <laughs> hey, hope with a capital H. It's the biggest uh, addiction, my brother. Hope, you know, my bro. Like at the end of the day, we do love the idea of hope. We do love the idea of getting out of the idea of struggle. We do not even like, the idea of struggle, the reality of struggle, bro. It's not the idea like, and the reality, it, but it, it comes from the idea. No, it comes from it, it derives from the idea, and then it becomes the reality, like of, oh, maybe he is the person that will take us out of this reality. Just, mm. just by having hope. Yeah. You know, so like I can have this, like I can be as hopeful as they come. Twister and Faith Evans, hope. Yeah, and then you've got a person that is out here that speaks with conviction, that's given us demonstration of what he has. Oh, you can have it too, bro. He's doing what rappers doing. He's sending you lot lifestyle, bro. That's just the truth. Drip, drip, and show your drip. And who is it going to gas? The youngster. All it takes is to have one Donny that was certified, because. 
Certified Donnies on the roads have mad influence. Of course. Bring them to the church. And then he's got you where he wants you, bruv. And then now he's starting to dress like, bro, he looks like a neek. He's probably someone that didn't have <laughs> And then he's got it now. And he's wearing all the designer things that we look up to stupidly. Yeah. Or like we we all want to have. And now he has it, the Cartier frames. Like man is giving you detailed um descriptions of what he has on. Like you said, he's like a rapper, like selling a lifestyle. <laughs> you know, flexing on the people that are putting you in that position. So. We, like I said, bro, we, we just got, we just a full stop, full stop on it. We just got to finish the job all the way. Yeah. So if yeah. you, if you share the and same the sentiment. Side to it that, 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 that needs to like, and all, all the people that really want him out of here and are doing the groundwork are going to get him out of it just for that. So you got to do something that isn't really comfortable in our community, which is speak to the authorities about it. That isn't something yeah. we're trained, conditioned, or even like doing. But in situations oh, like yeah. this, if if we're not going to do the mad thing, which is run up in there, grab bread, grab our kids back, do what necessary, then you've got to speak to authority. And then you add the extra caveat of the fact that these are young black girls and boys and society doesn't care about them enough. So it's a lot easier for these things to happen to them because they're at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to yeah. who we who we care about in society. So that's why some, yeah, that's why things like this can happen in it. So like I said, just to put full stop on it, maybe we should uh, as a as a community online be careful of how we, you know, reposition people like him. And um we'll see, you know, we'll definitely revisit um the um when the interview drops his easy meals and, and Pastor Toby. Um we can have a conversation if you're up for it. And uh, we'll, 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 we'll video Vixen. Yeah, hey, video Vixen. She's in a new Young Bane video. She said, listen, if you ain't going to put the black girls in there, I'm going to put myself forward. Yeah? Yeah. Jump the queue. Why not? And she's done it in the midst of lockdown and social distancing. <laughs> she's relentless. <laughs> My bro. Let's just say that. And that just shows me that all that stuff with um, Tiny Temper on the timeline was Fugazi. Because they ain't there. They, they ain't no they ain't no way you're having them back and forth with tiny temper and then suddenly in young Bane's video if there ain't been no communication and uh you know capital F you know and uh some prior planning that we're gonna stir up the internet a little bit. So yeah, I won't be surprised if we see tiny temper on ZZ Meals very soon. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. That's another friendly fact for the streets. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know. You're right. You're right. It's on the cards, man, because at the end of the day, like, you can't have, like you said, you can't have that level, that type of dialogue with a head of label and then next thing you know, you're in <laughs> one of the artists over their videos. In their premier artists. Listen, outside of Tiny Temper, on Disturbing, London, Disturbing London's roster, Young Bane is, is the next one. Yeah. You know, so he's the go-to. 100%. He's definitely going. But whilst, whilst we're talking about Bane, though, he dropped um, a project. New music. Yeah, Quarantine. Quarantine. Thoughts, fans, talk to me. How you feeling? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I quite liked it. I just didn't want to hear Charlie Sloth screaming his <laughs> lungs out. 
at any given opportunity. I'm just like, okay, what was, you know, what was this about? Yeah. That was a what weird thing for me. Yeah, it was for me. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I don't check for Charlie Sloth like that anyway, especially since he left the BBC. Yeah. And he's been over at um, Apple uh, Beats Radio. I don't feel like Fire in a Booth hits as hard as it used to. No, no, no. I don't think people check for Fire in a Booth as much as they did when it was at the BBC. Yeah. Um, Your microphone wire, bro. Sorry, what yeah. can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, it's still with me. Just, just, yeah. Just, yeah. just don't do it, SE, on us, please. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, um, I just feel like it was, yeah, Charlie Sloth, um, Charlie Sloth's edition sh- um, wasn't needed. Um, Bane started strong on the, um, on the tape. I feel like it was very female led, women friendly. Drip for me section is um, a favorite of mine. He's got a song on there with DBE, which naturally they have chemistry already because they have they've had a, a joint project together. The song with K Trap was was dope for me, and he brought out G Fresh. Yeah, we spoke about that last week. Were, were you were you happy after us being like gassed that yo we're gonna get? a G fresh verse or a few verses or you were were you happy with what we Um, received? Yeah. For someone that hasn't, uh, for for someone that we haven't heard from. Yeah. um, In terms of music for a long time, you can tell that he still writes. Yeah. I don't think he stopped. I don't think he stopped recording. He just wasn't really. Yeah. 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 He still records. He still writes. And he knows how to still remain sharp, or he just has it in him. It might be. I think. I think it's 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 the it's the it's the former, not the latter. He's definitely got it in him, but I think it's he hasn't stopped recording. Um, mm. He's because I don't. I don't think it just goes away like that for someone yeah, like that. He wasn't. He was. He wasn't crap. He wasn't like. I could see it working, but I could also see actually not working, just purely off the fact that like. Some people, unfortunately, we just don't get over here in the UK. I don't know what it is. Some people just yeah. don't happen. So, um, and also when you've got all the things that uh, rappers already would have, you've got the lifestyle or the perception anyways, that you've got the lifestyle, you've got the money. Sometimes it kind of makes it hard for people to listen to you because we like yeah. struggle, we like pain. We like to see you win and then we hate on you. Not you come in and have all the paper already and then mm. talk about all that. And then it's, there's a little bit of a, disconnection sometimes in the public because they ain't got what you've got bro unless unless they're living vicariously through you it doesn't always work through every artist because his thing isn't isn't road is talking about you know paper for the most part yeah there is an element of road to that upper echelon Um, road like top boy road I'm I'm, 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 I'm the top guy like he, he wouldn't necessarily tell you about like in detail we're not hearing about no oh. bootings from G Fresh. That's not we don't we don't yeah, get that in these parts. We had to mash like we 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 just know about the point of where he had the money. Hustling. That's what you it know is. I'm saying. Hustling, you know, hustling one oh one music and and we like it and he can rap over 
a lot of different types of beats. I feel like G Fresh is a if you know you know type of artist. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And that may not be enough for him to really fully invest in this thing because yeah, he's got no, the money already. There's no point, bro. If you're like, no I can't. I'm, if I'm not going to Fresh, isn't probably going to do uh, a DB or do a Young Bane or then on the other end go all the way pop and do what Tiny did. So you see mm. what what you probably would yeah, have to do. to do. It. You see what you'd ha- you you see what you have to do to get to that level where you're living the full rapper's dream and maybe just you're better off being behind the scenes or maybe you realise there's more money being behind the scenes, you know? That that also, yeah. that also may yeah. play a part. And for the most part, you don't have to stop and speak to everyone at all the time. Come on, man. Yeah. And, you know, it's be, long. Being a star is, 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 it comes with a lot. But I, was happy, I was happy to it get the verse. Um, I enjoy the project. I think... That song Rubbish UG Fresh is a standout for me. Are You Mad? I think it's called a K track. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'd already heard Section, section we, we love. I'd already, we'd already heard Rockstar with DBE. Um, I think there was one other one on there. Table for Two was quite dope. Yeah, no, like you said, actually, you're right, Vans. It was, it is, it does lean more to the ladies and like the wave sound. Um, yeah. But I enjoyed it. I'm, I'm a, like, I think. Father. Yeah. MCM, like a lot, a lot of these songs were catered to the ladies, um, which I ain't mad at, man. Like that's if that's your bag, I want you to stand on that. I want you to hone that because, like, I feel like um, for, there was a moment where we were starting to really question where Bane is really going with it. It was a drill song. Let's be honest, that we spoke about it, it was a drill song. Yeah. Was like, what's going on here? But then you come round and you give us a song of K Trap, and I'm like. It works. It works. Yeah. But you just got to do it right. Because, like, I think um, there was a song that he had and people were like, yeah, this is too leany, lean, lean, lean. Like, we're not we're not really sure about it. Um, and there's people that are saying that he peaked at Rihanna and that was just that. That was early, though. Then those people don't really listen to music, bro. They're not early, of that course. That's, that's early. Of course, that's super early. That's super early. Amazing yeah. song. Um, but... You know he's he's brought out music since then, man, and like it's it's clear to see that he's here to stay. Um, he has room for a lot more to give as well from this tape alone. Like he's got, uh, it's unfortunate that um, there's not much that we can do in terms of like pushing it in the way that you can push it in terms of videos and stuff. But um, if people just carry on listening to it, I don't see why there would be a problem. What do you mean? I think it was the right time to drop. I mean, I think the, it's the right time the, what's the, the ZZ um, video is the table two one, isn't it? Um, I believe so. Yeah, so if, because the thing is as well, with a lot of artists, they, if you've planned your rollout, you've got some content in the bank already. So, mm. you know, you'll have different promo for the project, for the songs that you feel have got the right energy around them. And sometimes yeah. it, sometimes it doesn't always work because sometimes as fans, we just pick a song. That song we like. It happened on, I think, Scorpion where Drake was trying to push the MJ song and I can't remember what other song ended up being the song. Um, the audience can pick the song. Yeah, like yeah, in my feelings. So the audience picks the song. So we'll, we'll wait and see. But I enjoyed the, the Bane project. Um, Seven out of ten of Kangate Vans is that is that generous? No, I think it's accurate actually. Um, 
if you've gone into it with higher expectations, I don't know. But um, I think the songs are good enough to kind of um, solidify himself, especially in the realm of music that he makes. Yeah. I feel like it was good music. Yeah, for his lane, the thing is, he's got the lane with the girls. He said, yeah. hey there. I think it was good music, auto-tune, heavy, like very melodic, production seems tight, clean. Yeah. And he sounds sharp, you know. From when I heard Section, I was like, all right, cool. I know that he's back in his bag now. Mm. So, um, yeah, man, we'll, we'll, um, that, that, that one is going to hold him. And, you know, I think um, a lot of people are waiting to, to hear like a full of a fully fledged LP from um, Bane. But I think that, that's going to come a little bit later on. Yeah, I don't think they should rush that. I don't think it'd be too soon. I think, like I said, it's a shame with what's happening in a minute that he probably mm. can't perform these songs. So time to time, I don't songs. know if... That really worked. Yeah, songs. I don't know if this... As much as I enjoy it at the interim now, I don't know if this can just hold him, though. Because I don't think mm. there's, there isn't necessarily a slapper on there, like yeah. a big, big song, in it. The the last... I'd say the last song that resembles any big song from what he's had recently for me would be Maximum. Right. So it's on the, it's on the lane of like... Radio heavy. That, that 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 type of song, disturbing London format of we need something to pop. Mm. It's the last one I'd say that you know yeah because even on this um, latest project, the only one maybe I can't say that kind of leads leans to that formula would be Table for Two. That would, yeah. that would be the only yeah. one outside of that. The rest is you know music for the streaming sites and that for the streets. Yeah. The Table internet. For two. I know that a lot of people were excited about the Are You Mad? So it would have been nice to have a video. Obviously, Rockstar. A lot there's a video for Are You Mad. I was there. There's a video for Are You Mad. Yeah. I haven't there's seen there's it. a video for Are You Mad. Yeah, there's a video. Yeah, maybe I've just fallen, it's fallen under my radar. But um, there's content out there for that. Trust me, they've, they've done some work. And you got to remember as well, bro. This is not everybody that's obeying quarantine rules, isn't it? Like, we, we just make, we just, we just make a lot of people we like. I've watched. Oh, um, yeah. Many people section wanna... came out. Section was like a video that was made like during lockdown, didn't it? So it's like people are still doing, are still working and doing what they need to do. So lockdown ain't stopping everybody, put it that way, innit? So, yeah. but um, yeah, it's whilst we're still on music, Drake, you know, I feel like he's a recurring theme topic on our podcast. Um, I always get this one particular individual from, I don't know if she's from Canada or America. Anytime I tweet about Drake and it's not positive, she's just in my mentions, my DMs, you know. Even even told me she had to stop listening to a podcast because of how we speak about Drake, innit? So I was like, yo. Ridiculous. As opinions and opinion, we're going to talk. Um, he dropped a tape. Um, a collection of songs that have been kind of littered and sitting out there on the internet for a little bit. Um, yeah. Tootsie Slide. Um... How can I think of war? Um, yeah, Chicago freestyle. Um, when to say when? I think it's, the song's called, um, which is the flip of um, Jay. What's Jay's song cry? Um, uh, Chicago free. Yeah, Chicago. Um, is that the Chicago freestyle or when to say when? When to say when? So when to say when? Chicago freestyle war, Tootsie slide, 
or Tootsie Slide, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, and Desires featuring Future. Future. You got Desires. You know, the the misogynist anthem. Um, So, yeah, I see that. I'm like, okay, cool. This is a collection of what's been out there. Let's just package it all together, give you something. You know, these are my throwaways. Because one thing with Drake is, you know, in between albums, we get a lot of throwaways on SoundCloud. They don't really sit anywhere. Um, which I've always, oh, yeah. which I've always, which I've always enjoyed because it feeds the demographic that want to hear him just rap, you know. From when you get like yeah. uh, dreams, money could buy all the little five pm's. A lot of those like what you call Lucy's four pm in Calabasas. Obviously, I know he repackaged and released some stuff a little bit. Like I think maybe early this year, back in the last year. But traditionally, those songs just sit on YouTube, sit on SoundCloud, and whatever maybe that if whatever you know, website we like to go on for, you know, unofficial music. So I see him putting all this this, this music together. I'm like, okay, cool. From when I see all the songs and I'm like, cool, I get it, I understand. So I didn't go into it listening or, or having any, like, preconceived... Well, it was a pre- any real anticipation, to be honest with you. Right. I was like, all right, cool. You know, this is blatantly just yeah, the, 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 the lockdown... This is the lockdown package. This is okay, cool. Tie you over. Here you go. Shut your mouth, man. Have something, man. Hold that. Um, and we'll, we'll get back to what we need to really get back to. But what I will say, though, is um, on the project here, there's an, there's a Drake that I do like, innit? Losses. Yeah. Stripped down. Um, not too crazy on the beat. We don't really care about a hook too much, you know? If you want to give us one, fine. But when man gets into his passive-aggressive storytelling bag, tells of angst, loss, you start thinking, who's he talking about? Who's he referring to? And that's when he's at his best. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And um, when I was listening to it, I had to listen to it a few times, and I was like, wait, who's he talking about? Yeah. Um, Because, you know, he's very um, specific in what he... He was saying, so I'm just like, all right, cool, man. Like, there's someone that um, maybe the world don't, don't know about, but maybe they, they, there may be someone in OVO that he's speaking about. Possibly, yeah. Um, but what I love about Drake is that sometimes how he spits or his, his style or his pattern, he leaves that up for speculation or debate. Yeah. Um, and that's for, you know, the the... Um, the Aubrey's angels to kind of like scratch <laughs> their head, out. you know. Um, so yeah, like you've got songs like that. Even how he starts the project, man, with um, deep you pockets. know, uh, deep pockets. I'm just like, all right, cool. We get to kind of like get Barry Drake for a bit, yeah. Which I feel like a lot of people have been criticizing him of late about, you know, the quality in his raps. They may have dipped. They feel like he's not as focused enough. And I'm like, well, Drake understands the position that he's he's in and he feeds his, his market. Does he? I wouldn't say Excuse that. I wouldn't say that, bro. What, that he understands no, the position I, I, that he's in? I see, if anything, Donnie is probably the most unsure he has been in a little while. And and I think a lot of people share that sentiment because I'm starting to see the tide turn a little, a little bit, or actually quite a lot, with a lot of publications and different articles questioning where he's at, 
no progression, speaking to the same like audience, and then you see the different moves. So like, and even though like cool Tootsie Slide, biggest song on TikTok, broke records, whatever, but I feel like the biggest artist in the world shouldn't have to do what the young drill guys would have to do to get a song popping and have a dance with it, or the guys down south who, when America, when New York isn't paying attention to them have to have something attached to what they're doing to create, to get attention, you know? I feel like all the biggest artists, to some degree, always have to reinvent themselves in a way that... But Tootsie Slide ain't reinventing. That ain't a reinvention, bro. It's it's not necessarily a reinvention, but it's something to keep yourself in... ahead of everyone else. Yeah, so then it doesn't so really. Like, so you're just doing the necessary. So maybe reinvention shouldn't be the right word then, or a reference to biggest artists reinventing himself. Because, well, maybe not. But he's just released something because of releasing sake, where it's not. Which uh, is which was what I mean about being unsure about where you're at because uh, if you're releasing for releasing sake, no, I can't is, say that. I can't say that until I hear the actual project. Do you know what I'm saying? I feel it's enough there though, bro. Because if if you're saying that he's releasing for releasing sake. You dictate the mood. The mood shouldn't dictate you, my brother. Like, if anybody should be able to be able to be still during quarantine and listen, I, I can be, I can be completely wrong in it. Donny got a massive song off, off this time period. Are we going to be playing Tootsie Slide in a few years? Time will tell. Time will tell. I highly doubt it. I don't think it's going to be a go-to or one that many, many fans of Drake are going to care about in a few years' time. But if you're saying that he's, Releasing but for releasing sake—that's a bit. Was, that's a little bit worrying to me. If you are meant to be at the top of your game, so maybe Donny's trying to milk and get as much as he can do, as much as he can do during this time period. Because with him, because he's been only ascending at any point. Once it starts to plateau or start to dip, it's going to seem mad. So, see someone like him, yeah. Let's say he's always sold like five hundred thousand in the first week, brands. Let's say next release is three fifty. That's still crazy in regards to the time we're at now, but for him, that's a dip. And then now you got you start yeah. you start getting viewed and getting looked at differently. So he's like, listen, let me still make sure that I have that hit there. Cool, I, 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 I service the need of that market over there because you're spreading yourself quite thin. So we get the the um, the Barzy Drake in between projects on the SoundCloud, whatever. We've then got Hitmaker Drake, which is in the pop lane. So you get um, started from the bottom. You know, you have whatever whatever songs exist when it's time to like try and chart. You try and do with the MJ, it doesn't work. Cool. We we select another song within my feelings, whatever. You then go over here, you do a little bit of drill to service that market. You get vibes off Afro beats, you get vibes yeah, of dance hall, dance hall, bash whatever you wanna you wanna um you know specify the genre as. You've now got so much parts of you about everywhere. How do you keep all those sounds and elements and people happy when it's now time to do projects and what direction we go in? And I think that's where the uncertainty lies because don't just be throwing music out. We're just getting different. It's always been but the thing is, is that like Drake's always been a hit maker. He knows what he needs to do to ensure that he does numbers for putting numbers on the board. Yeah, Everything else is to appease people like us. Do you know what I'm saying? So, like, there's this thing of where he will have pop records on certain albums. He had Take Care with Rihanna on Take Care. He had 
just hold on, we're going home on nothing was the same. He had, um, you know, God's plan and he had um, one dance and then he had um, Hotline Bling. Mm. So he knows these are the songs that are going to get me the chart status, the number ones and the first week numbers yeah. on, on the score sheet. This is what's going to get me that. But the recurring theme of Drake throughout his entire career, is it a classic? And he's still, he's still chasing that for me. Like we're going to have like nerdy pockets of conversations where like, oh yeah, this is a, this is a classic for me. This is a classic for me, but yeah. is it an undeniable across the board is what I'm saying. So like, when he has a project like this, and it, it's the same thing as when he dropped More Life, there's a lot of people that will look at that and be like, mm, this is a, he will call, call that as a playlist where he just got a bunch of songs together and he threw, it's a forgettable project. Yeah. Just like this one. It's a forgettable project. There are certain songs that are going to be barry, yeah, cool, we like it. And then there's going to be a tussie slide on there because that's the one that's um, going to do numbers and going to keep his name there. And he's been very good at that throughout the past couple of years of doing that. So then now he's going to give you that whilst he prepares to give us the LP, whether that does well or not, or whether that's just another Drake project where we're just like, mm, that's going to be the determined factor for me. Okay. For me personally speaking, but only time will tell when it like, there's only so much that we can, that a, an artist can go on for. And he's had an, an incredible run. Which is lending to my it. point, bro, about maybe Donnie, Donnie's realizing not, because there's a difference between going out when you're on top and then going out, you know, like the boxer, he was undefeated. You then lose to the young fighter. And now you go try and rematch, you lose again, you take a break. Who is the young fighter? Well, in a, in a rap sense. In the, in this regard. Um, Who's going to knock him off his perch? Because Little Wayne was that person for him. He was the young fighter. Yeah. And and Little Wayne was the heavyweight. Mm. And we've seen Little Wayne come and go. Like, we, we that when for nostalgic purposes, like we'll, we'll peep into Little Wayne's projects, but are we that invested anymore in that sense? No, no. not at all, not at all. I mean, in, re in relation to what you're asking, um, I can't say there is one currently because there isn't. The only ones would be would be his peers and they've been out with him as long as him, so I couldn't say the young fighter. I mean, the young fighter would be, be us, the public. We may just get bored at a certain point. We may just have enough. The young fighter may be his ego. Or him just being calculated and being like, you know what? Let me, let, let, me, let, me, let me pivot into business and take a break, you know? Take a break for a year or two. Um, I'm doing all these other things with Euphoria, these different apps, different platforms. I'm executive producing this. I'm over here with regards to sports in relation to Toronto Raptors. Um, we've seen I'm, the I'm doing, yeah, I'm, you've seen the house. We've got the, you've got the sun to focus on now. You've obviously had the, like, the stuff with with the 
with um, with Nike, and I'm sure there's more stuff going to come later on in the works. He can go into the acting space. Like he's definitely got a, a, a foothold within TV because Top Boy did well, and that's success yeah. attached to his name. So there will be more stuff, and he has the, he still has the cultural and social currency at the moment where. People who will at least have a conversation with him at a bare minimum Bro, about projects. Not even just that. People just want to have a conversation, not just with him, just about him. Whenever he drops, I'm seeing like so many different debates. We're talking about him right now. Whenever... We're speaking about him yeah, right now. Oh. We're speaking right and, now. And, and, and it's more than any other artist. Of course. Because he's at the top of the game, bro. We've not had a run like this in such a long time, which is why it's so intriguing. Kendrick, um, you know, so well, it's just one of them things that we'll have to wait and see. Like this, this album that he says that is coming in the summer, we'll we'll have to wait and see. We'll wait and see. I think I don't think I'm 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 reaching with regards to what I was saying about the uncertainty. Oh, no, um, that the, the, the angst. I can hear. I can hear. I knew it as well, Vans. I can't have been at uni, yeah, and hearing certain material from you. And now be you know of age, late twenties, and hearing some of the same material. Like oh, we have yeah. certain when people I... that we have blies for. We may like someone like a pusher, but those people have long gaps and they've never been at your level. I think what will eventually happen is your success is going to take a shot at you, and he may be going through that now, or possibly he's going to go through that in the near future, where it's like that again. It's like put like small things like. They can't book Donnie again for wireless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like how many times? Yeah, bro. Like at the end of the day, man, like I'm I'm 100% with you. Like I, I'm with you. I'm just speaking on the terms of like someone that may f- see things differently or see this entire situation differently. Him and his career and where it, it's going like because there's a lot of people that are like think that he's gonna he's he's never gonna fall off. Well, he may not. He's he may just leave. He may leave on a high. So that might be right. He yes, he, he may, may he may, may never fall off and just leave on a high, which is a smart thing to do. A leave on a high. But then there's a lot of us that are underwhelmed by his musical output now. Yeah, we are. So I think leave on a high would be from a statistical point of view, but cultural relevance or having the classic, and I think those things also chip away your ego a little bit because you can't be the biggest artist like this and there still be question marks about you having, like you said, a classic album. And I think he does. Maybe he has to even let one of the two go. Maybe let that trying to be the most poppy act go and give us what we would like in relation to the bars mm-hmm. and that rap style or forego this for a second because at the end of the day, there's more people over there and more money with the glitz and the glamour of the pop lane but he's still the Donny that was rapping off the Blackberry at Funk Flex. You know, like, that's still in him. He still wants to... Drake still wants to appeal and appease Donnies that wear Timberlands in the summer. <laughs> yeah. That's how I generally feel, you know? And with, I mean, some of, that, with, with some of those listeners, you're never gonna, you're never going to satisfy them enough. They listen to Griselda right now. Yeah. You know, they listen to Griselda, bro. <laughs> You're not going to make them happy. <laughs> Drake is listening to Griselda right now. <laughs> Drake listens to Griselda. I, will people I just like, want to hear Dr- um, Drizzy Drill 
Drill Drizzy again. Oh, so you, you, you're, not, you're not feeling the, the Favio. Tic tac tic tac toe. I'm pulling up phone. I don't like that one. I'm at a Wasi. I'm like, bruv, man, piss off. Uh, what about war? Bro, war, everything else. Nah, I'm not on it. Maybe you are. That's, that's fantastic, but not me. Do you think war is bad? Bro, turn this shit off. I, do I got time for war because it's real? Yeah, because Chubbs did wire up um, details, Joe. So yeah, yeah, I got time for it. I, I like war from that standpoint. But then I can't enjoy war because yeah, like the, the, the producer, the, yeah, yeah. Chubb, Chubb's wired his mouth shut, yeah. But the reason then why I then, okay. I can't enjoy it is because this is the only thing I don't like about Drake then is we get a statement after where he's like, I'm very sensitive to the issues and politics within Toronto and I, I want us to all get along. I'm like, bro, don't then release war to then basically backtrack off it because it got a little bit real around the the lyrics and the conversation within that song war. I don't know, man. So, I'm not excited by it. No, no, listen, I, I'm not. If I'm listening to Drew, I'm not I'm not looking to hear Drake on there. Um, I think it didn't help that the song that leaked prior to the project, aside from all the songs you already heard, was the um, viral movie, the one with um, Sosa and, and Fabio Foran. And I was like, yeah, Mm-mm. nah. But then there's some people saw on the internet, they, they think it's, it's it's a banger. They love it. So it's, it's all opinions, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, my opinion is that they're both trash. What, so, Sorry. So War and the Fabio Joyner are both trash. Yeah, I don't care if Chubbs um, levitated Donnie in the sky, fam. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> to, to like wearing man's jaw shut yeah and then you not being a person to have done it and then going on the track and spitting about it in a different form of what we are used to I, I'm not on it but I'm the star bro I don't need to fight that's what that's what Chubbs is for when Jay-Z said Ty Ty get a pepper spray that's what Ty Ty is for by it. You know, I wasn't excited by it. What's the point of having shoes if you can't use them, Vans? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. It is cool. Mm-hmm. Chubbs, do your job, uh, innit? I mean, Detail just wants to put like his fingers on them on them boards, B. <laughs> yeah, and Chubb wants to put his knuckles in your mouth, innit? So hold that, innit? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, great. You're not on it. I can tell. I, we can get off this. I will say though, um, I would I would have removed those those songs from from the cut, um, but yeah, there's there's people that like it, man. I mean, I think those are the only ones that don't fit with everything that's on there. But um, obviously, that New York drill sound, um, if you can call it, anyways, they're they're doing their bits and Fabio's. He's got songs out here, so he's on he's on a lot of stuff. So it may, yeah. it may, I'm happy for him I, in that I, sense. I, I, to I, get I a song for the kids' opinion, like you know. I go, I go downstairs and speak to my brother and that. Like, are you feeling Joe Drake, Joe Drizzy? What's he saying? Is he feeling it? Nah, not really. Yeah. This Donny listens to like, I think, I think he's got like the drill encyclopedia down in that room. All the bro. numbers. That, that nigga's listening to drill constantly. Yeah, he's keeping an, keep an eye on that kid. <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes I got, you know, just, just burst into his room, no knocking. 
Just to let him know, bruv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah. You're done. Only, I, bro, I can time, tell you're done. Only, 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 time, only time will tell with, um, with how true our, our takes are or how valid they are um, a couple months down the line. Mm. We'll definitely see. What else on the agenda before we get out of there? Was a... Uh, uh, yeah, Kim Jong-un. He's actually alive, bro. Social experiment. Yeah, man, he's out in the streets. He pulled a prank on us, you know. Mm-hmm. He's part of prank YouTube gang. He said, you lot thought you I really died. Woke up that Undertaker. Yeah, bro. Listen, I don't know what's true, how true it is, but that's the story that's come out. So he wasn't seen in public for like three, four weeks. Um, rumor has it he had a heart surgery or some form of surgery. Um, and then, yeah, didn't uh, he didn't make it out of that that procedure. And obviously, Donny passed. But it looks like he's back out here. I'm like, yo, listen, if he did pull a prank, was you know a, a test on his on his subject and his people? I say, listen, you're you're the villain. I never knew I wanted because that's sick and twisted. But I respect it. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> like when when the news first came out, I was like, how are we really gonna? Like, is this how? someone as notorious as him, like a leader of a nation, it can't, the news can't roll out like this. But it was TMZ and TMZ are usually accurate when it comes to, um, like if they say someone's died, someone's died. So far, yeah, but it's so far removed from them. Do you know what I'm saying? It's just not, he, he's not a, a celebrity like that, if if you get what I'm saying. He's like hanging out with Dennis Rodham. Of course he's a celebrity. What are you talking about? Oh man, I mean like, this, this is a politician, like first, firstly, from a different country. It's not like a premier celebrity or politician in the United States. That's where they're really like prominent. Fair. The TMZ never reported like Mugabe dying. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? They never reported Mandela dying like first. So that's not my go-to for that type of, or for that caliber. International political news, not going to TMZ. Of, 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 yeah, yeah. Public figure. Like it's not, it's not that just because he hangs out with Dennis Rodman, you know, number three of like that infamous team. Mm. <laughs> you know, like if that was to happen to Michael Jordan, then yeah, now you're talking. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. Oh, I feel you. There's a lot of joke with Dennis Rodman thing. Um, obviously, we don't know in it, but I think I find it just interesting the obviously the shuffling would have been the sister was who they were rumoring would be the person to step in but Donnie looks like mm. he's still out here in it so that Donnie rules your iron fist over there in it so it'd be interesting when people like that um in that type of environment where it's um power by enemies necessary if mm. they pass the changing of hands is is a sticky one to say the least okay very sticky, but now you're off this, man. I know you you, you ain't you ain't on this one. I mean, you're yeah, not on like, it, bro. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine, bro. It's cool. Like Donnie, like you know, this rumor came about, and you know, he just came out walking like with his dons, like the Reservoir Dogs. I'm like, 
is there much to say on this? Like, is, is there really like much to say on this? Like, if he had died, then cool. We can really delve into like, you know, the state of North Korea and even South Korea. And like, you know, because I've heard a, a, a bunch of things of how weird it is in that region of the world. Yeah, they have a lot of media blackouts and that, you know. Ah, uh, mate. Mm. Listen, man, there's... It's only going to take for Netflix to really do like a big documentary on them for people to really realise. But there's documentaries out there on the state of those nations yeah. and how it's really like. So... I think it's just interesting from a standpoint of if someone who's a major pla- um, a major power player in that region... If there is a new appointed or someone else seizes power, what direction do we go politically with regards to the US aggression? Where does that leave the UK? That's the kind of like lane I go down. I start yeah. thinking, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, where, where could this leave us? But obviously, Donnie didn't die in it, so he's still here. So time will tell. Because um, I think if I'm right, he had to he had to get rid of one of his uncles for him to get into power. So like, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, 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 power over there. They don't, they don't play. They ain't really on the, they ain't really on the, the whole voting thing. Job as well. Say that again? I'm hearing that he's got a sister that's on job. Yeah, that's, well. that's what I was referring to earlier. If he'd passed away, yeah. they were saying it was going to be her and it's not really a woman thing over there. They ain't, they ain't progressive over there. They ain't doing equal opportunities. It's still it's still patriarchy, baby. So if he, if the yeah. sister was going to get into power, you know she's that bitch. Yeah. You know, so... But yeah, man, we off this, man. Um, I'm, I'm happy we, we got to sit down again. Um, yeah, man. The only thing good that I'm glad to be back on the airwaves. Come on, on the mic, two and a half hours in deep. Yeah, I know a lot of people were wondering where you were the other day. That was just a bonus episode with Essie. As I said, we're definitely gonna do a lot yeah, more there. Yeah, unfortunately, man. Um, are you gonna enter into into this um into this house raffle? You trying to win a crib? Ah, uh, yeah. What the two pound thing? Yeah, two pound, bro. That's oh, smart, man. He's gonna make more money than <laughs> the, the house. <laughs> Um, the state, the state of society right now, people are just trying to secure something, brother. And when something like that, and I looked at the interior and I was like, oh, okay, this is not, this is some nice shit. Two pounds, people are going to be hopeful and it's gone viral. So, um, fam, like, what do you want me to do? I'm sorry. Bro, it's That's worth the risk, bro. Put the two pound, I'm putting my two pound in, bro. Planning. Where where's where's this property? Uh I don't care where it is, bro. I'll sell it. <laughs> what the hell? Oh mate, imagine saying that you bought a house for two pounds. Listen, everyone's laughing because I think um he need he just needs two hundred thousand people to um put two pounds in for the raffle and he gets four hundred bags. And you get a crib, you know? Yeah, that's calm. And if he gets less than that, from what he said, um, you get 90% of the money. So let's say for argument's sake, he only he's only able to raise 90 bags. I mean, 100 bags, sorry. You get 90 bags, he gets 10. Everyone goes, I'm happy, isn't it? You know? So it's, that's it's, like, it's still a win. I, I, get, I, get, I get some bread. I keep my crib, you know? And you and you you offer two pound bet, we're able to eat a large chunk of money. So I think it's not a new thing. I've seen this before. People are always skeptical when they see this. What's the catch? What's the catch? He's come out. He said, "Listen, read the terms and conditions. Make sure you're very aware." He's been quite transparent about 
how much money needs to be um, raised for it to be legitimate for you to win the house. So I might even post, I'll post a link on our, on our description for the pod, man. Okay. Two pounds worth the risk, man. Yeah, you're, you're getting involved, man. Take, Do you know what I'm saying? Vans, like, take, Vans, take the risk, bruv. <laughs> Listen, man, like there's been some deals in the past where, you know, like Ken Bates bought Chelsea, like Stanford Bridge for one pound in 1982, man. But what did he so, do? Did he have to take on a debt though? Ah, no, bruv. I, no, but, there's no way in hell he bought Chelsea for just one quid. Yo, listen. They're, 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 that one there definitely had to take us some debts. Uh, bro, because if that was the case, I'm talk, I'm looking at my pops differently. Were you telling me, man, what? What? We could have owned Chelsea. In 1982, if you were born. Brother, I wasn't <laughs> born, but he was around. <laughs> my future would have been way different. I would have been out here getting suspended. Fam, listen, you just have to be in certain positions sometimes to do this. This guy has presented an opportunity that's just gone viral. Um, being in the state that we're in right now, we're, we're in very um, virtual reality right now. Everything is virtual. So why not do it now? Yeah, the website is... Everyone's online. Best time to put it out. Let me get my money back by just doing something, quote unquote, good for the society Come on. or good for someone. Tramwaypath.co.uk. The gentleman's at is at tramwaypath. So that to... don't even sound legit, but hey, man, go forth, sis. When I'm in my new crib, yeah, uh, you stay there, innit? Yeah, I'll be coming around. How you mean? Hey, I'll release the hounds. <laughs> <laughs> He's saying Doberman's at the front, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to just believe in like the Godfather and that. Just in my robe, my slippers, my Dobermans. Yeah, I got this crib for two pounds, bitch. <laughs> yeah, man, you go and take on, take on the responsibilities of that house, man. I'll be rooting for you, bro. I'm, I'm gonna keep a buck. I ain't got a Scooby Doo, but if I win it, hey, we in this bitch, we sell it. Why not? You know, so. why not? Why not? It's been a pleasure. Yes. As always, you know, the vibes are good on this conversation. Never hurt anybody. Um, Come on. Please make sure you rate, you review, subscribe. Keep shouting about us. I'm seeing people interacting. I hope we're aiding and making this quarantine, this lockdown, a lot more of an enjoyable, pleasant experience watching yeah, man. content. So uh, make sure you tune in next week. Make sure you use the hashtag. It's hashtag off the cuff pod once again. Instagram, yes. Twitter, off the cuff pod. I'm false forever on the Instagram Mr. and the Twitter. Mister Van Seven over there on the, on the Instagram and the Twitter. You're, you're, and we'll be back next week. Yeah, man. Peace. Peace.